Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's, that's hot. All right, I haven't seen, I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode five of Low Value Mail with your host, um, me. I am your host. Welcome back. Uh, we got a great episode in store for everybody. I Where are the... Here we go. Here's uh, some people already in the comments. Where are the white women at? It's funny you say where are the white women at because I'll get to this in a moment, but happy International Women's Day. But a few things, a little, a few housekeepings to get out of the way, and then uh, we'll get started. So we have a bit of a new layout. I want to say thank you to uh, at Dave from Canada, Dave Crimes. Appreciate it. Cool new layout. We have a Discord. Apparently, oh, I'm cut off my hand. There we go. We have a Discord. Um, the Discord, if you want to join it, it's in the link comments or whatever the fuck. Uh, apparently, they're making all these changes where if I say something bad uh, offline or some whatever, they can ban the Discord. So if that happens, I apologize. But that can happen. And then uh, we also have a Patreon. If you want to sign up for the Patreon, we're going to have some cool stuff in store. There's only... 200 spots for $1, and then it'll go up. There's uh, currently 59 of them are taken, so that's pretty cool. Also, if you are a fan of Tim Pool, Ryan Long and myself are going to be on the Tim Pool uh, show tomorrow night, I believe. It's like at 8 o'clock. And um, so check that out if you like Tim Pool. I've never been on the show, but I'm looking forward to it. And then last but uh, not least, there was supposed to be a guest um, this evening, my friend Enrique Abeda. He used to run this hedge fund. He was going to talk about just all the shit that's going on. He can't make it. We will have him back next week. And uh, yeah, if you're thinking about joining the Patreon, one of the things, um, benefits, at least for now, is that you can, we'll, we'll ask the questions for the guests. Anyways, I know. Apparently, so everybody's talking about the beanie right now. Apparently, that's the whole deal because it is his birthday tomorrow. And then we were like, oh, should we get him like a, a funny beanie? But like, I, apparently the joke has been made by almost every guest, comedian or not comedian. Someone says, don't get swatted, which that actually is one bummer because it's not super close. It takes like four or five hours to get there from New York. And if I, we go there and then get swatted, that's going to definitely uh, suck ass. So I hope that we don't get swatted. Um, but... We'll see. We'll see if we get swatted. I hope they don't because he gets uh, swatted. And then someone says, yes, the taping. I was supposed to tape a special tomorrow. I had to reschedule it. Um, or no, sorry. Tuesday, Thursday. I am going to reschedule it, though, uh, in uh, probably next month or maybe the month after. But it, it is going to get rescheduled. I apologize for anybody that that inconvenienced. Um, and so anyways, to begin, happy International Women's Day, which it's interesting 
because it's International Women's Month, right? Or it's International Women's, or no, it's, it's Women's History Month right now, right? So we, they, they get the whole month, like every other oppressed group, you know, black people, women, that's it. That's all I know. But anyways, so uh, happy International, uh, so they get the month, International Women's Month or Women's, what is it? Women's History Month, but then they, they get a day. They, they say, look, we, want, we got the month, appreciate it, but we want a day in the month, which is kind of, you know, like it'd be weird if it was uh, International Black People Day and you go, but it's, it's February, it's the whole month. We gave you the entire month. But, you know, with women, you give them an inch and they take a foot. So we have International Women's Day on during... Women's History Month. Is it Women's History Month? Something like that. Anyways, so uh, we're going to give a shout out to some um, sick women in the world. Who? So uh, I, I, I didn't spend a lot of time finding out some sick women to appreciate on International Women's Day. Uh, but the first one that I will do is uh, because, because I was supposed to have Enrique on the show and he used to run a hedge fund. So in kind of theme with that. Uh, Kathy Wood, if you know who Kathy Wood is, she runs the ARK Investment Funds. She's kind of a bit of a female Warren Buffett. Her, uh, her fund was the darling of the stock market um, last year and the year before. Was killing it uh, until things took a bit of a turn for the worst. And as of today, over the last 12 months, and you can actually look this up, this is a... Sad, sad stat, but her ARK investment fund has underperformed the Russian ruble. If you had put your money in the Russian ruble 12 months ago versus your money in her fund, you'd have more money had you invested in the Russian ruble. So uh, not going great, but but I blame the patriarchy for that. That is mostly the patriarchy's fault. Uh, she did call Tesla 4000 saying that Tesla was going to be $4,000 a stock. So uh, she, she was right on that. Good for her. And then the next um, international woman, and this is actually, so Kathy Wood, I'm in America, so she's not really an international woman. She's a national woman. It's just International Women's Day. But I have an international woman that I'm going to shout out, which is Greta Thunberg. Is, am I saying that correct? Greta, Greta Thunberg, shout out, to her, um, because as of now, nobody wants to hear any of her shit ever again, because she is pro-environment, and because of that, America and Europe had to become reliant on oil from Russia, places like that. She, was, she wouldn't let you frack. She, people, everybody in America and Canada were like, yo, Greta, let us frack please we just want to frack and greta said no you can't frack and now we're fracked i uh, fucked i mean we're fucked uh because yeah and uh you know it's an interesting thing it's funny because she was you know the darling and now that we're so fucked because russia we, we put a ban on russian oil and then russia's like yeah we're not going to give you any of our our commodities and because of that, and because, you know, all these pipelines that keep getting shut down everywhere. So uh, I can't imagine a lot of people are going to want to be hearing from Greta Thunberg. 
um, for some time. Very interesting thing, too, not related to that, although it might be related to that, that um, it turns out that the Russian government had been hiring, not like intentionally for the Russian government, but I don't know, if, but they were, they were basically funding anti-fracking activists who would then go to places like America and Europe and say, look, we can't do this. It's bad for the environment. But the Russians were funding it because they knew that they're so, we're so weak in the West that, the, that they listen to these people, these activists, and that they would be like, okay, fine, we're not going to frack. And then Russia would have all this leverage and, uh, with the commodities and you know, would be able to get all this wealth. So anyways, that's a kind of interesting thing. Uh, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it is true. It is very true. So uh, anyways, that is my International Women's Day segment. Um, if you see a woman in the street, go give her a little, just a little tap on the bum and say, Happy International Women's Day. We appreciate you. Um, okay, so we have a few more things. Uh, and then we're going to get to some emails. And then we're going to open the phone lines. Um, there's a few people in the chat Someone says, is investing in rubles a good idea? I would not do that. That is, um, I asked, I was talking to my dad today, who um, my parents, my family's Russian, and my dad said, you should invest in rubles if you need wallpaper. So uh, probably not, but maybe, who knows? Anyways, interesting thing. <clears throat> I get a lot of my news from Twitter. Uh, I watch cable news. I do. I watch all of them. MSNBC is my favorite because they're, Insane, the most insane. You think CNN's the most insane, but no, MSNBC is fucking crazy. Uh, but last week, there was a shootout at the largest nuclear reactor power plant in Europe. I'm sure many people saw this. It was gripping television, very gripping. There was, it's pretty grainy for, for video, but there was, you know, <clears throat> a firefight at a, you know, and the news loves this shit. Because here's the thing with CNN and Fox right now. They're basically the same. They, they're putting out the exact same content. There's not really a lot of difference anymore between them. But the thing is, is you know, they're just like, yeah, there's this war, and it's great for ratings, especially because they were really looking for something, something for the ratings, right? So this firefight breaks out, and they're like, oh, there's a fire at the new... And everybody at this point is like, oh, my God, there's about to be a fucking another Chernobyl, but even worse, like worse than Chernobyl, right? And, and I believe it was... Uh, both of them said the fire breaks out at a nuclear facility... Uh, you know, Fox News actually had a little graphic saying elevated radiation levels. They were they were like, you know what? Fuck this. It, regardless of what the case is, we're going with elevated radiation levels. We're not going to let CNN beat us if there's a, a elevated radiation levels. I went on Twitter maybe 30 minutes after they started reporting this, that there was this massive thing. I go on Twitter. There's this guy, Michael Schellenberg, or maybe Schellenberg or Schellenberger. Goes on Twitter. Uh, I go. He has a, a firsthand account from someone uh, who was there. He goes, there's a training facility, like almost like a portable office almost. Like, I don't know if you ever were in, in high school, if you ever had classes in like a portable, you know, like one of those things. Anyways, it's like a trailer. So there's a fire broke out in this building that was beside the nuclear facility. Uh, they put it out. It was fine. There was no elevated radiation levels. So anyways... I'm seeing this on the news. I go look on Twitter. They're like, nothing to worry about. It was just, a, it was beside it. There's no nuclear doomsday coming. They literally went on the news and continued on for about a day 
like almost 24 hours with I was seeing stuff of like potentially elevated nuclear uh, elevated radiation levels. There's a fire at the nuke, all this stuff. And I don't know. It must be on purpose. I like it's deliberate. I don't I'm sure someone came to them 20 minutes in and they go, hey, yeah, this is nothing. There's a whole lot of bullshit. It's it's you know, it was a fire beside the thing. It's totally fine. There's, you know, all the all the reactors have been shut down safely. Nothing to worry about. But I guess you know they're like, well, then what are we going to talk about? They can just pretend like they don't know that. But it's so easy to just circumvent the actual news and find out what happens. And you have like a whole day where I have to like hear people. Then all the news the next day was like, oh my god, nobody knows the fallout. I'm like, I know. It's fine. It was fine last night. Um, so that was a interesting thing. I don't even know what the point of that is, other than the news lies, which we all know. We all know. By the way, I kind of fucked up my green screen here, so now my, f- my hands are getting cut off, or at least the, the left one is. So uh, we'll fix that for next week, but not a big deal. Um, gas prices are through. Someone was saying, uh, yeah, so this is a big thing right now, is their gas prices are going up, which I will say. So we have a lot of Canadians in the, um, a lot of Canadians in the chat. A lot of people from West Coast Canada, uh, specifically like Vancouver, and uh, Victoria. So everybody right now is like, oh my God, gas prices are insane. I'm like, these are the same gas prices that I was paying five years ago in Toronto. Americans just have, they get cheap gas, I guess. I don't know if it's uh, specifically less taxes or just it's cheaper here. I don't know. I mean, Canada produces gas or oil, sorry. Uh, but these prices, it is really funny to see America in an absolute panic over these prices because this is like what I was paying before I moved to America, like five years ago in Toronto, the current prices of gas, I was like, yeah, that's pretty normal. Shout out to Toronto. I mean, it is going up a lot right now, obviously, for many reasons. Um, but yeah, it is just funny to see Americans go crazy over gas. Like I remember like gas being like a dollar fifty, basically six dollars Canadian a gallon in Vancouver, like fifteen years ago. It's uh yeah, it's it's a lot of yeah, Toronto. So anyways, yeah, $1.97 in Sudbury, someone's saying. But Canada taxes the hell out of it. That's why it's so high. But that's the thing is that everybody in America is losing their shit. Uh, but, it, but it is going to go up a lot. We, yeah, we're going to two liters. But it's temporary. I don't think it'll be. Although I will say all the people out in Calgary right now, if you're living in Calgary, man, I think those – remember those boom boom days in um, like Fort McMurray in Calgary where you just – so if people who don't know in, in uh, who are American – in Alberta, which is the, they have the oil sands, and there's all this oil there. F- there was a period where people, like, you know, you would just go out. It's called Fort McMurray. It's northern Alberta. And anybody, you just have to basically fog up a mirror. And you could go out there, and just they just needed bodies, and you would make, like, $150,000, $200,000 a year. It was, there was so much money floating around. It was insane. This is when oil was over $100 um, uh, barrel or whatever and it was crazy like and it was a very common thing for people who would live all over Canada they would just fly in and they would work because it's like camps and shifts and stuff so you just they would work and you know you work six six eight months a year you make an amazing living and then you go back to your family and you have all this time off kind of like a teacher but way harder but way makes way more money anyways from the sound of it with all the shit going on it sounds like um, Alberta is about to get its fucking glory days back big time so um that is good for Alberta. Uh, and then uh, one last thing before we get to the emails. Um, so kind of interesting things. So this is still back on the, uh, the, war, the war topic. Uh, in Washington, D.C., I think it was two days ago, there was a peace 
peace activists held a rally. There were the Ukrainian peace activists. This is one of the funnier things I've seen in my life because they were peace activists who were av advocating for this no-fly zone. They, they were, there was a bunch of them. They were advocating for no-fly zone. And they were essentially peace activists for war, which you'd think they would be peace activists for peace. But no, they were peace activists for war. They said, look, we're peace activists. We need this no-fly zone. We need to be shooting down planes and all this stuff. And then you're like, yeah, that's going to start a war, though. That's going to be a world war that's going to drag everybody into the war. You are literally peace activists for war. And now I get it. If I was in Ukraine and you're fucking getting killed in Ukraine, I would also be advocating for this no-fly zone. I don't give a shit that I'm... I would love America to be involved in this specifically on my side. But if you're American, you're like, yeah, this is not a good idea for us to go. It's obviously horrific, all the things you're seeing uh, on TV and all that stuff. But no, this is not America's war until, you know... Russia does something stupid like cross over to Poland or whatever the fuck, you know, I don't know. But for the time being, watching peace activists literally call for war was I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then not only that, there was a uh, there was a couple of fl questionable flat questionable flags flying at this rally in Washington, D.C., specifically these far right neo-Nazi groups. So I will tell you one thing. Remember at the Ottawa trucker convoy when there was like a, a Confederate flag? And there was a Nazi flag at one point. And then everybody goes, they're all Nazis. All of them, this is a Nazi event. Well, guess what? None of those people are saying, oh, if you're pro-Ukraine, they're, they're all Nazis. And guess what? There are a ton of Nazis in the Ukrainian National Guard. I have been taking not a super deep dive into this, but I've, I've been looking into this. They, the, I know Putin's pretext for this whole invasion was he goes is the denazification and i think he's saying that because he's like you know this will be my reason uh but there are a lot of nazis there let's it's not like how they call in america or canada go ah, eh, they're nazis and you go how are they nazis and they're like oh well they just don't have my opinions they don't think there's 94 genders or whatever these are real neo-nazis with neo-nazi like flags and imagery and badges on their military outfit like it's imagine like the equivalent of like an american soldier who just has like a fucking swastika or whatever the fuck on their shit so they do have there's way more nazis in uh, the ukrainian army than i originally thought i um i i honestly thought it was hyperbole and i thought it was bullshit at first because that's kind of i don't know if we've been trained over the last little bit because everybody's just been calling everybody nazis and then you kind of just you hear oh they're nazis you go nah everybody says everybody's nazis and nobody's actually nazis these there are some there are some legit nazis so uh that was kind of um an interesting one so there are there are some nazis um anyways yeah the azov battalion is one of them. That's a big one. Is the Azov Battalion? Uh, there are these Nazis in the Azov Battalion, but then there's just like all these militias, and they are legitimately. Um, I can't remember his name. Stepan something, but he was like an original Ukrainian neo-Nazi leader. And you know, the PBS did an interview with this dude. Uh, not this guy. He's been dead for a while. But he they did an interview with this mayor of some town in Ukraine, and he has a, like a portrait of this dude Stepan. I can't remember what was in that last name. Right sector. That's what it is. Someone said, correct. Um, yeah, yeah. Someone said there's some Nazis everywhere, including Russia. I realize that, but I don't think Russian army, if you're in the Russian army, they're not like, Hey, if you know, 
just have fun with the uniform. You know, if you want to just throw some stuff on the uniform, just do whatever you want. Whereas in Ukraine, they straight up are like, yeah, I'm just sewing on like a Nazi like fucking badge thing on my like thing. Bandera, that's what it is. Someone says Stepan Bandera. Correct. So there, there are these like legit Nazis in Ukraine. I'm not saying that they're a majority or anything. But it, and it is weird because everybody's like, well, the president's Jewish and they have all these people who are Jewish. Well, they, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's, you know, by design, but maybe they thought it was like, you know what, we'll tolerate them. But they are there. They exist. Okay. That is enough for my rants. By the way, the phone lines are not open. Um, so do not call in yet. I got shout out to Dave from Canada. I already shouted him out, but he gave me this neat little, look at this bad boy. See, phone lines are now open. Maybe Dave, if you're watching, we need to make the phone lines close because you can kind of see it like a little bit right there. Like, you can kind of see those phone lines are closed, but they're closed. Okay, so I'm going to read a couple emails. Um, and then we will get to the... Uh, and if you have any, you know, if you want to talk about whatever I just said, if you have any anything to add about the Nazis or Kathy Wood, if you want to shout out some women, some international women, some national women, whatever you want, um, talk about whatever. Uh, we are going to open the phone lines shortly. I'm just going to read a few emails, and then we will get... Down to it. Okay. First email is from, I have no idea, is a super, uh, it's kind of like an Irish name. So I'm going to say it's Karen, but it's like spelled like all Gaelic-y. gaelic By the way, shout out to YouTube for not banning me for another week. I appreciate you all. Uh, our overlords, our uh, Technorati overlords at YouTube and Google, appreciate you not banning me. So, first question. Says, Danny boy, I'm a mid-30s man and the hairline is getting high. My ROI, that's return on investment, on Tinder is decreasing as the forehead size increases. How should I counter this? I'm also broke as fuck from the past six years doing a PhD and drive a 16-year-old car that looks like something from a Better Call Saul. Should I do the honorable thing and shave it all off? The hair, not the car. You can't shave cars. Yours sincerely, Karen. How does this pronounce? C-I-A-R-A... N. I'm going to say Karen. It's funny. He's being a bit of a Karen. Okay. Um, that's a tough one. The, the, I know, you know some guys who, um, who struggle with the baldness. I realize that, the, that, that they, you know, it's not a tough one. I personally would go, and I say this as someone who is not bald, and so I understand that it maybe would suck, but I would go uh, fully just like Michael Jordan- Bicked. As long as you don't have like a really bad head, I would go that. I know you have to shave all the time and that sucks, but I feel like that's, I mean, I mean it depends. If, if it's just a minor encroachment, like if you're basically, if your forehead is kind of just doing what Russia is doing to Ukraine, where you're just kind of getting in there a little bit, but you know, maybe you have like those, what are those widow's peaks or whatever. Um, I, I would probably just try and, you know, it's like how women do it. They accentuate things to make it look not as bad as it actually is. Um, he says the ROI on Tinder is decreasing, which as the forehead size increases, I mean, shout out to you for not using old photos of you with more hair. Um, and he says he's also broke as fuck doing a PhD. Now I will say if you're broke as fuck, but you're doing a PhD that can eventually make you money. Women know that. And there are many women who will gladly um, hitch their wagon to a current poor version of yourself, knowing that you eventually will not be poor. And especially if you're going a PhD, assuming that it's not one of those like useless like gender studies PhDs, that'll get you nothing. 
um, which I hope is not the case. But uh, if that's if I, I should, I don't think that should be a problem in terms of the car, sixteen year old car. I think you just kind of joke about it. You you have to just be like, I don't give a shit about cars. You, you're one of those guys. You go, you know what? I just use this thing to go from point A to point B. Um, and you just got to be like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not a car guy. I don't give a shit, but I, you know, definitely play up the fact that you are going to be a doctor and hopefully that doctor. And if you're going to be like one of those, like, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm technically a doctor, but like, I'm a doctor of like some bullshit thing. Don't, don't say that. Don't be like, like make for all, don't, you know, don't lie and say you're going to be a medical doctor, but make them think you're going to be a medical doctor. Like the type of doctor that really, uh, pulls in the bread, you know, it's, it's not, totally a lie it's you maybe it's bending of the truth a bit but it's not a complete lie so that's that's what i would do um cr does anybody know how to fucking pronounce this um hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline yeah, Danny's real apartment is smaller. Okay, I'm looking at the thing. Anyways, I don't know how to pronounce that. But yeah, someone says Ferrari's at the shop. Someone says can't sell it due to emotion. You could say that like a old dead parent or something gave it to you. And you go, it's got a lot of sentimental value. I just can't get rid of this thing. And But you know, once the PhD money starts rolling, and you know that it's going to be fucking Tesla time. Okay, next question. Um Okay, this is from Tom. It's not actually from Tom. He asked, he, he specifically said, don't use my full name. Okay, my friend this is from Tom. My friend has a, uh, <laughs> by the way, the title of this email, friend's girlfriend is a cuck queen. <clears throat> Excuse me. My friend has a girlfriend that's a very cute and fun lady. She looks a bit like Sasha Gray. No idea who that is. Wink. Uh, a porn star, us straight guys enjoy, Danny. Thanks. She has said multiple times in front of the entire friend group that she wants to watch him fuck other girls. He has told me she has asked for three ways and four ways. Friend has said no. Friend is worried uh, males will be added to this. They for sure will. I think he could put his foot down so only girls are involved. He thinks they're going to break up soon because he will be moving around a lot in the coming years. He asked me if it's likely that they will get back together years from now when he's ready to settle down. I told him it's possible, but unlikely. What has been your experience? Is it likely that they get back together? Do three ways four ways kill relationship also when he's gone how do i convince her to have only girls in our escapades okay so he's saying his friend has them but i don't get why he won't okay so you're asking me <clears throat> what has been my experience my experience in this has been uh none i uh i don't have experience in this specifically definitely she sounds like yeah she's in a like she wants to have orgies and shit which you know i'm sure there is a you know, contingent of men and women who are into this kind of stuff. Um, you know, they're very sex positive, I guess, would be the uh, current terminology. And they're into that stuff. There's a lot going on here. I would say, first off, if you think you're going to break up with her and you think that you're going to break up soon because he's going to be moving around, then just go for it. What the fuck do you care? I mean, as long as you're not like, 
have any specific issue, especially if you're like, yeah, she's down to just grab a few other girls or whatever, and then it'll be just you and multiple girls, but you're worried that it might be too weird and you might break up. Well, I mean, that should be just a chance you take, I guess. I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I guess if you think that you're going to break up, just take that chance. In ter- but again, my guess is that if I had to guess, it'll be like the, the first one will be a couple of girls and then she'll be like, that was fun. Now, could we get a bunch of dudes uh, involved? Is that possible to have many more dudes involved? And then it'll be, you'll come, it'll be like, what's that movie uh, with Will Ferrell or whatever? With, and then, um, you know, uh, you'll come home one day and she'll just be in an orgy and she'll be like, what? This is not cool. And you go, I kind of like to be involved in them um, normally. But it sounds like it could be an interesting story. And then in terms of he goes, uh, he asked me if it's likely that they will get back together years from now when he's ready to settle down. No, no. If you let her go and you just disappear for several years, what, you think she's going to wait for you? She's going to have a lot of guys coming after her and potentially girls. She might be a lesbian by the time you get back. Who knows? I'm going to say good luck with that. But if you think that you're going to break up, then just fucking go for it. Go for it. And um, have some fun. I'm sure it'll be a good time. Um, And then let's do one more. (coughs) Excuse me. (sighs) One more. One more here. And then we're going to get dead. Okay. Hey, Danny. This is from Chris. Before my wife and I got married, I decided that I wanted to pay off my student loans and some small debts so as to not bring that into the relationship. Good idea. My biggest expense was rent, so I decided to downsize for a year. I left my townhouse in the city and instead rented a 10 by 10 shed in my buddy's backyard in the suburbs for 100 bucks a month. Guys, this is where I actually film this this uh, show is from a shed. This is we are in a shed right now. Uh, so uh, I can appreciate this is very low value to live in a shed or maybe not. So he says, uh, I uh, uh, rented a 10 by 10 shed in my buddy's backyard in the suburbs for a hundred bucks a month. I had a little space heater, an AC unit, a cot, and most importantly, I ran coax cable for internet. So it sounds like you got all the bare necessities covered. You don't really tell me where you go to the bathroom, but I don't need to know. My then fiance thought I had lost my mind. And even to this day, she still tells this story at parties about how much of a crazy person I am. The weird part is every woman at the party will look at me like I'm a deranged. Yeah, no shit. I got to be honest, it wasn't the most fun I've ever had. Walking across the yard while it's snowing to take a shit in the middle of the night kind of sucked. Okay, so that answers that question. But now that I have a home, a wife, and two boys, I find myself looking at those times with fondness. What is it about dudes where we can not only be content, but thrive with very little? All that to say, chicks suck, boys rule. Good luck on the show, my man. Thanks. Okay, so first off, chicks don't suck, and I would never say that on International Women's Day or during Women's History Month. Um, 10 by 10 shed, that is a bit rough, but I will say that you know, men are more likely to be inclined to do adventurous things. And it probably for you was just, I mean, men are just so much more utilitarian and just basic in that sense where they go, I don't look, I just need a place. The purpose of this whole thing is to save money. I'm trying to save money. And like a lot of things before you start them, you go, this might be scary. This might be uncomfortable, especially if you've ever, you know, maybe gone on a weird vague trip or something, you know, in some foreign land or whatever. And you think, you know, this might be crazy. And then sometimes you do stuff that sucks. Very oftentimes, if you do something that at the moment you're like, this sucks so much, whatever that is, it, unless it's, you know, something traumatic happens where, you, you know, you get physically assaulted or something, someone dies. Generally, you look back and you go, yeah, that's, I remember, I do remember that sucking in the moment, but now that's kind of funny that I did that and, 
you know, I have dengue fever. I was in um, Laos, and uh, I went from uh, Thailand, northern Thailand. I took a boat to Laos, and someone said chicks are sick. I agree. I, t- I went to, but anyways, yeah, went to Laos. I got dengue fever. It was the sickest I've ever been in my life. It was like a week. I couldn't get out of bed. It was in this like really small, it was, well, yeah, it was in this really small town in northern Laos. Uh, they like the hospital was like an open air hospital. Like I went to the hospital. None of them spoke English. They like, I went and they brought me to the hospital. I look up, I like see the sky. I was like, oh, this is not good. Not good for how sick I am. You know, you generally, if you're from the West, if you get sick somewhere that's like in, in a lower standard of care, you get nervous, right? And I was. And then I'm Googling stuff, and they're like, you can die from dengue fever. All this shit really sucked. Uh, but now I look back on it, and I was like, yeah, that was pretty funny. Got dengue fever and fucking Laos and almost died. All this stuff. But at the time, did not find it that funny. So anyways, I think that's maybe just a thing. I don't know. I don't know if that's a guy thing. But again, at the end of the day, it's like, you had everything you needed. You had, in terms of the Maslow, you had all the basic needs met other than you had to walk through the yard to go take a shit. And it wasn't a super long time. So that's what I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say that it was, uh, you know, guys are just a little more suited for that life. Um, okay. We have a few questions. Danny, how do we call in? We're, okay. So I'm going to open the phone lines shortly. Uh, and then we can call in. I have one, um, yeah, I was Canadian Special Forces. So uh, my friend Kevin was supposed to call in last week. He wasn't able to call in because he went to a movie. So I'm going to call him now because I wanted to get him on the line. Um, He's a comedian from Toronto. Uh, He was, if you've ever seen the movie I did called Filth City, which I'm going to try to get them to put it back online because it was on YouTube and then it got pulled off of YouTube and I'm going to try and get it put off. He was in Filth City with me. We started doing comedy together. Um, he's a good dude and I'm going to call him and hopefully he's going to pick up. And let's see what he's up to. And then we're going to open the phone lines. Hello. Kevin Soldo, how are you doing? Yes. How Who is this? You know I don't answer phone calls often. This is your best friend, Danny Polischuk. You are on low-value mail right now. How are you doing? Hold on. I'm going to... Kevin, I didn't get the best photo of you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a photo up on you on the screen just so people can know uh, what you look like. It's not current. It's not a current photo, which I think is doing you a bit of a favor, to be honest. But how are you doing, Kevin? I'm good. I'm now more cautious as to what photo you possibly. I took up. the one. Rem- okay, so actually, good story. So if it's the so, um, I just googled your name. There are not a lot of photos come up, and certainly not a lot of flattering photos. So uh, probably about seven years ago, Kevin. So I'm just gonna. He, so they say he looks like a crackhead. So, um. About seven years ago, Kevin wasn't really into drugs, and then I got a link, a hookup on uh, tanks of nitrous oxide of laughing gas. Remember that, Kevin? Remember when oh, we used to yeah, that's remember cool, that though. little like period of our lives when we were doing laughing gas? Wasn't that fun? But so we were we were that, at, we were at my that office. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so we were at the office that we had, and we were doing laughing gas one night, and um, you and our, our buddy Alex, another comedian who lives in New York. I don't remember the exact details, but we were doing laughing gas and then you were talking shit to Alex to make him sit down because you can pass out from laughing gas. And then 
you took a hit, passed out, fell face first onto the ground, and your glasses broke, and you split your eye open. Remember that? Well, no. Remember the chair had a broken arm. Yes, right, 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 right. Lean back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You lean to the side. But as I lean back, I fell out of the chair. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You lean to the side because it had a broken arm, and you lean to the side, and then it just like gave out. And then, uh, but anyway, yeah, so looking back at it now, it really seems more like it was a gag. Like you guys tricked me and put me in that broken chair. I would do no such thing. Uh, you know me, Kevin, I would do no such thing. But anyways, that's the photo. Remember the photo of you smoking? Cause that was right around the time you took up yeah. smoking at the age of 30. Uh, um, yeah, that was because of New York, actually, man. I was so yeah, yeah. stressed out when I it was such a culture shock. Right, right, right. Yeah, so you moved to New York, and this is. But anyway, so um, Kevin, how are you doing? How are things in Toronto? Uh, you know, it's good, man. I got boots on the ground, front row tickets to the fucking apocalypse of the world. It's nice. What do you mean, apocalypse of the world? So, so Kevin, you have been so you've had a bit of a win recently. I guess you could say it. Uh, because they, they've eliminated the... So you are not... Uh, you're against the vaccine, which this... Just like to say, YouTube, if you're listening, we are not spreading vaccine misinformation. This is not medical misinformation. Yeah, for a second. I have never no. disclosed my medical information to anybody. I am just pro-choice. Okay, so Kevin is pro-choice. On vaccine mandates. I'm very anti-abortion. Oh, okay, so, okay, there we go. So Kevin is just a pro-choice. But anyways, Toronto has reopened, Correct. Uh, yeah, more or less, man. It's, it feels like it's back to normal. I'm in the parking lot of a movie theater. I'm going to go watch a movie. Another movie and, last uh, week. let my kind back in. Yeah, yeah. So you're allowed to go back into, because you were pro-choice uh, uh, that you were. I was what? You were pro-choice You were pro choice is, is what you were. Yes, yes. I just want to make sure that people have the opportunity to select their own... Uh, Bodily autonomy. And that same goes with abortions? Uh, no, that's, that, uh, then Jesus <laughs> Christ comes in, man. It's ah, got it. Okay, okay. So, so you are only sometimes pro-choice. Um, but so, anyways. That's they, right. Pro-choice only means your own body. But as soon as there's a heartbeat. Yeah. Then once there's a, everything. once there's a heartbeat. Okay, cool. Um, so anyways, but so you're, you're back, you're allowed to be living in, do you have, are there any restrictions on you now? Are you, um, are you allowed to fly? No. I still can't fly. I'm not allowed to fly yet on a Canadian airline. But if it's a non-Canadian can, airline, you could? Yes. If it's going to a non, uh, like mandated location. Okay. So that's cool. Do you have any plans to, can you go on a, a bus? No, no, they haven't let me back on the bus yet. <laughs> they haven't let me back on the bus yet. Someone says that uh, can't be the best picture of this guy. Should I get a better picture of you, Kevin? People, I mean, people are not man, liking you know, the picture. You know, I thought that was a good picture. Um, you don't have a lot of... People might just think I'm like deranged in the head if you use that photo. Kevin... And I, I mean, I don't. A pretty well-rounded and well-adjusted. Guy. I don't mean to be a piece of shit, but you are deranged, dude. There's like no photos of you online, and I'm sure you're saying good, but there are. I, I'm actually pretty psyched about that. That's pretty. Kevin I, I've worked hard at that. Kevin, one of the yeah. There's not the f- 
only three fo- photos. This is the most current photo. Is the one you smoking with your eye banged up? This is the most current photo. I mean, man, just go on, go on my Instagram. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm in the middle of doing this stream, and I'd have to go save the photo, and I gotta go log into well, Instagram. Whatever you're doing, how are you pulling up the photo right now? Period. Just I'm just googling. I'm just googling it on Chrome. Okay, yeah, you can't just, like, look up and screenshot. Well, I'd have to go log into fucking... Okay, Jesus, I don't want to trouble you. I mean, you're you're the one scaring off your customers. What do you oh, I'm not scaring to... them off. They're saying I did you a disservice. People are saying, does he still have the beard? Yes, he still has the beard. And they're actually mostly offended by your... Um... By your f- uh, fedora in the photo. That's what they don't like. Okay, you know what? Here's a good photo. That fo- wasn't my fedora. That was a borrowed fedora. Who borrows a fedora? <laughs> I don't know. I took it because of the sake of the photo. I was smoking. I was in a bit of a mess. I just smashed my face open. So, you know, I thought uh, a cigarette would help, and then someone put a fedora on me and took a photo. What do you want? Okay, so I got some good news for you, Kevin. I think I figured out how to uh, get a better photo of you. Um, and no, oh, some, so I just tried to down, oh my God, I just tried to download this fucking photo and it just downloaded all your Instagram photos, every single one of them, Kevin. That's good. That's, I have a, uh, it's a hack I did. So if you even like one of my photos, I actually get access to your email and then I go. spam you every day with tour dates. Okay, here we go. I got a good one of you doing comedy. That's Kevin, everybody. That is a more current uh, thing. So so everything's good in Toronto, then? I mean, no, man. The city's still off, but yeah, things are better in that sense. Um, are you trying to get some sort of revenge for what they've done to you for the past two years? Like, is revenge on the table for you? Uh, I would like to see I would like to see public hangings towards politicians. That would be nice. Oh, yeah, that's not going to be good for I my YouTube so. channel. YouTube, I do what? not condone. No, no. I do not condone public executions of. Wait, is this a live show? I thought we edited everything. I we thought did, you this, stuff out. This is live. Uh, this is live. Now people are saying now you look homeless. Is that a homeless David uh, Cross? Well, is what, what they're saying. Do, man? People, people are. Uh, people will always, you know, think what they see. There's a lot of haters out there. A lot of haters. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, how's it over there? How how are you it's over fine. there? So the, far away in that far away land of New uh, York. Of New York, it's fine. Um, they got rid of the vaccine passport as well here. Uh, and then uh, I think that's it. But I, it wasn't even. How are people? How are people with masks over there? Here, they're still pretty mentally ill about it. Oh, in New York, there's, we have our, I mean, dude, there's people who are never going back to not wearing masks, just like it was in Asia. Uh, do you remember going to Asia? Remember where you went? When did, when, uh, what when what year did you go? I guarantee you that's I went not true. 2018, and then on the islands, nobody wore Maybe masks. on the islands, nobody no. Had, Maybe the on the islands, that, no. The but people that wore masks were legit doing like they were working on car exhaust. Yeah, that yeah. Was their, that, that was their job. But in the cities, they would, they would pick up battery acid in the street. Yeah, yeah. But in the cities, in you know, all over Asia, the mask stuff is pretty normal. Like you see them, not like everybody's wearing yes, them. But, but that but, was purely that was purely for pollution too. No, that's also just their germs and like disease and stuff. Yeah, um, see, I don't know, man. It looks weird. You walk around the city now, and it looks like everybody's trying to be a, a open heart surgeon. It's yeah. Weird. Um, do you yell at, do you yell at strangers ever? 
No, man, I, I'm not. I'm just done with it all. I just don't play the game whatsoever. You know, when people like, I just go to places normal. Some people look at you weird. Some people don't. Well, uh, here's some a little fun. Are really cool with you. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little fun fact about Kevin: is you probably you might hold some sort of world record for going the longest without wearing a mask. You didn't wear a mask until like what 18 months into the pandemic was the first time you had to put one on to go overseas. Yeah, pretty much on the plane, man. I never wore one once in the city of Toronto ever. I got into a fight with bylaw officers. I, I, you know, got oh, into conversations with plenty of people. Can we can we talk about this? So you got um, you got fined. Is that correct? Oh, I got fined coming back. Can man. you can I you did, talk? Yeah, do you want to talk I about did. that? Uh, yeah, sure, man. That was that was. I think everybody should. Uh, um, Everybody should do it. Everybody should try some sort of uh, disobedience towards it. Yeah. Because it was a very weird situation. When I came back, they wanted you. First of all, you weren't allowed on the plane without a negative test result. This is coming back from Europe. So I had to. Coming back from Europe. I had to obtain a negative test result, which I did. Yeah. Coming on the plane, they won't let you into, onto the plane. I saw transferred in Portugal. They wouldn't let us get on the plane in Portugal. Unless we filled out that arrive can, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I've had the arrive can app tracking data app. Yeah, yeah, I've okay, had to fill that. App's out. entire purpose is to track you and send you and like notify you if you're too close to things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you did you refuse to do the so, arrive can app? Well, I couldn't refuse that because then they wouldn't have allowed me on the flight. So what I did was I filled it out with complete false information. <laughs> I, I made up everything but my name. Okay. My name was the only thing that was real, and then everything, address, phone number, everything. I just threw random words and numbers into an equation. Okay, so then you got uh, you get to customs you know I mean? in Canada. I get to customs in Canada. They 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 pull up. They you know do the regular thing. Uh, you know, and they ask me. They go, "Where are you quarantining?" And I go, "I'm not." And she goes, "Okay." And then she does that double take, like she she didn't clue in that I said no. Yeah. And then she goes, "Wait, what did you say?" And I go, "I'm not quarantining." And this I is like what last summer? This last summer? Uh, yeah. This was this was August of 21. Okay. So you go, "I'm not quarantining." So, so Suck a fucking tailpipe, lady. I'm, yeah, I, I'm just I'm not doing it, and uh, and the. Uh, the lady goes, okay, that's fine. You're just going to have to deal with Health Canada. And I go, yeah, sure, and Health Canada's to the side. They send you to Health Canada, and Health Canada is just, dude, it's these... It's hard to talk about this without sounding like prejudice or whatever, but it was all these foreigners that were Kevin, working for you, Health Canada. What do you mean foreigners? What does that mean? <laughs> what I country? Mean, what do you mean they're just it, not... Kevin, where is your family from? Uh, my family is foreigners too, right? They've never previously <laughs> been able also... to get a job in any form of government. Yeah, but your family's also foreigners. You're just yes, saying people who are not born in Canada. But... Yes, but they've been rejected by the system many of times for being foreign. Who you're? Right? Oh, you're Somehow, so so. You... One... You're angry because they kind of were accepted by the system. They got these cushy government well, yeah, they, jobs hassling. First of all, they stole all of our government jobs. <laughs> no, but this is what was interesting. They were foreigners, and you could just tell that they were, like, 
foreign to the fullest extent of a, uh, they weren't even familiar with, uh, like, Canadian laws and rules. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't been here long enough to be familiar with what the fuck's going on. Okay. So, so the guy is pleading with me. The guy is pleading with me to just take the ticket. Yeah. Like, to just take the quarantine. He goes, please, just do the quarantine. It's only 14 days. And did and he I'm know like, that he was dealing with one of the most stubborn people on planet Earth? He had no idea. Like, I think he, he didn't know. He didn't clue in at any point. I was thinking, like, because I tried to lay it on thick, but he was just not getting it, right? Yeah, he goes, I don't get it. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm just explaining. I'm asking him. I'm like, hey, man, do we get to do I get to fight the ticket? Are we still in a, a, a democratic country where we have, <laughs> like, you know, the right to due process? Right? Yeah, and yeah. He had no idea what I was saying. Yeah. And I go, can I take it to court? And he goes, yes, you can take it to court. I go, then write the ticket. He goes, you don't understand. We have to write you a ticket for $5,000 for every day of quarantine you miss. Which would be, what, $70,000? Yes. And, and dude, I've never, like, I've never even gotten paid (laughs) $70,000. So I would even love to see it swing anyway, right? You You just want to see, Kevin, you just want to see a piece of paper with your name on it that has $70,000 somewhere on it, regardless of if you're paying or being paid. You're like, like, just put $70,000 near my name. If you're going to do something. Right, if you're gonna if you're gonna put my name with some kind of stink, whether it's plus or minus seventy grand, I, I've never seen it. I'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I so I I tell the guy, yeah, let's write this up because I'm getting excited at this point, right? I'm like, I want to see an eighty thousand dollar ticket, and the guy's just pleading with me, please, sir, please, you don't understand. <laughs> then the cops show up, and the cops are like, hey, what's the problem? I'm like, oh, there's no problem. I'm just refusing the quarantine. And he's just like he's begging me to take the quarantine. But yes. Yeah, so, by the way, someone in the comments said, "You know, you could just say your quarantine and then just not do it." <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I had no problem. I had no problem shaking that tree. I wanted to. I wanted yeah, yeah. to pick up that dust. I was happy to do it. And uh, and uh, uh, Taylor was with me. She took the quarantine, right? So we took both perspectives. We like really did a. Yeah, uh, thorough investigation. Okay, you know, we really we really narrowed it down. So so uh, the guys like pleading with me. The cops are going like, "Well, why won't you just quarantine?" I <laughs> and I tell the cops, I go straight up because I don't buy any of this stuff. This is all a scam to scare people to to listen to these dumb rules. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then the cops like, "Well, you know, these are dangerous times, and you know, we got to do these things." And I'm like. No, you don't. I was just in Eastern Europe. It doesn't exist there. Like, there is no masks. There's no checking. There's no nothing. Yeah. There was nothing there. So so you're telling them this. And then it's that realization of, like, man, these guys haven't left. They've been stuck here. They have no idea what's happening anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So, so they were cool about it. The cops were like, well, we're just here to keep the peace and make sure nobody, like, gets nasty. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I got no, let's. You know, let's speed this thing up. And then the cops leave. Then the guy that asking me, he's still bit like he's like his hand starts hurting from writing all these tickets, right? <laughs> and, That's what happens and, when you write seventy G's like, worth of tickets. Well, well, he's getting nervous too, right? He starts getting nervous, I guess, because maybe he hasn't written this many yet or whatever. And so he's like, was he like, I don't know if the numbers go this high. 
Yeah, he's looking over all the information like eight times over and like putting the name in the right spot, all this stuff, right? And so and so the whole time, at one point, we, we were like 40 minutes in, and I go to the guy, I go, hey, man, can you hurry it up a bit? I got somebody waiting for me outside. I need to speed this up a bit. And, and then he kind of gets like taken back by that. He's like, you know, I really have to uh, do a lot of work here. And then he gets help from his buddy. His buddy chimes in. This other kid who's young, man, they're young people, too. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me, sir, he has a lot of work to do. Why don't you just leave him alone? And he goes, and where's your mask, by the way? Right? Because <laughs> when I got, when they gave me a mask, they gave me a mask. And I, I love how they're writing you $70,000 worth of tickets, and they go, hey, where's your mask, buddy? And you go, how much yeah, is that? Goes, how much so does that cost goes, me? Five, another 5K? Just to add it on. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, uh, where's your mask? I go, why? Is there a fine for that, too? He goes, yep. I go, well, hurry up and write it because I got to get out of here. And so, so he goes and he writes it. And the guy ended up being full of shit. It was actually, it wasn't $5,000 a day. It was $5,000 for the entire quarantine. He uh, fucked up. That's a good deal. So what they gave me was 5000 plus tax plus fees. So it worked out to like 6000 and change. Okay. So uh, they end up giving me one for not quarantining, one for not taking the PCR test, and then one for uh, not having the mask. Okay. And, uh, and that was about six grand? And it added up to like... Yeah, 18 grand. Just over 18 grand. Oh, oh, you guys, okay, 18 grand, yeah. That was the total. The total was 18,000, and I just ended up, uh, I ended up putting it into the court system, and uh, I've yet to receive anything, man, I, and I don't even know if I will, literally like two weeks after. So you I go, I'm fighting this. The whole point is you go, I'm going to fight this. We're taking this to the top. We're taking this to the mayor's office. Yeah, I want to speak to a manager of this courtroom, or wh- however this, fucking kangaroo court works yeah and then and you've done this and you haven't heard back yeah i haven't heard back man they, they really didn't uh they didn't come after me yet i don't know man I, you know i i don't uh i don't have that uh that kind of money so they can you know try to yeah try to come more importantly be very little do they know that you're going to be representing yourself in court <laughs> If this gets to trial, uh, I am my own legal representative. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, it's going to be. At the end of the day, we're just looking for the most amount of stage time, right? You Absolutely. Need to give you a microphone on that. Oh stand, God, they're going to fuck I up feel so like badly. I can at least do a few hours. Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin's going to be bring his notebook up. Is that your legal notes? You go. No, these are just my jokes. It's going to be running a few things. These are bits I'm working on, and they're still relatable today. Nice. Um, um, and so you don't know, but you don't yeah. know when that's coming to, coming through here. You don't know when, uh, it, or or you're thinking you're just never going to hear about this again. I don't know, man. I truthfully don't know. I, I don't know. I had a speeding ticket once a long time ago, once upon a time, where I went to file the ticket to fight it in court because I do fight all my own court cases. And yeah, I yeah, yeah you know, you're myself. you're not you're not uh, a stranger to going to f- fight these court cases. You're a you're a big proponent. No, of- man, it, it, it really gives me something to do during the day. You know, our gigs are usually nighttime, and this is just some daytime activity, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I went to I went to battle the ticket, and they said that the cop who gave me the ticket never filed it on his end, so the ticket just never existed. Do you nice. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, 
it, and it feels like that may be what happens with this one. Hopefully, that would be nice. Okay. Well, please keep us updated on this because uh, a lot of people like your story, and uh, they like you, and uh, definitely hope hope this works out for you. Um, and if it doesn't, yeah, I have a, I have a GoFundMe. I have a GoFundMe for that uh, those tickets. How could you support the GoFundMe uh, after what it, they did to those Canadian Patriots? Uh, well, you know, did you go to uh, Ottawa? The, the only... Yeah, I did, man. I did. I went to see it for myself. How was I? Uh, I went to I went to check it out, man. I, I have to. Uh, it, it's that close. You know what I mean? It's four hours away. There's nothing yeah, yeah. else we can do. Uh, I really wanted to see it firsthand, and it was very interesting to see, man. It was interesting to see how fast information travels. Yeah. Like, even how fast it takes for, like, uh, you know, the Toronto news meme accounts to get information versus how long it actually happens. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just talking about that, that earlier in the episode. Were you? Well, I was just saying how, did you see when there was the nuclear reactor, they were getting uh, shot up at the in Ukraine or whatever? There was a firefight, and then all the news for like 24 hours were like elevated radiation levels and all this shit, and then I just like went on Twitter like 20 minutes after it happened, and someone was like, yeah, it's fine. There was like a fire at an adjacent building, and it's out, and it's not a big deal. But all the news was like, yes, took forever I have, to get I it. have many Ukrainian sources that, uh, and Russian sources that say many different things uh, these days. Nice. Uh, compared to what's happening on the news. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, <laughs> what's your, you know, okay, was, okay. You know what, Andy? It really was, it was interesting to see how, uh, how media plays things out when you're actually there firsthand, uh, witnessing it and experiencing would you, it. Would you, would you, know, you like almost there's, there's, go uh, out on a limb and say that sometimes the media is liars? You know, man, I never thought I'd be the kind of guy to say this, but <laughs> I don't think the media is being entirely truthful with us. No? And, and I really don't know what it is, and I feel crazy just saying it, but yeah, something about the way they report is just... Just uh, something, something you can't quite put your finger on. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, well, one last thing, yeah. Soldo, before we let you go. Uh, if people are saying I'm going to get kicked off of YouTube. I really hope this doesn't get me in trouble on YouTube because I love the media. I love COVID. I don't love COVID. I love the, I, know, I love man. our governments. <laughs> I love our governments. Yeah, I love yeah. the vaccine. I love all this stuff. I love masks. I love double don't masks. Don't worry. Don't worry. Fear not. You are one of the chosen people. They can't do anything to you. I got a strike... Two weeks ago, because this guy, uh, Alex Stein, came on. You probably have seen him. He does all these funny videos about COVID and stuff. And then he was talking about COVID. And I was talking about how I was going to get a strike just for him being on there. And then I got a YouTube strike. So anyways, they, they don't fuck around. Wow. Um, so anyways, I'm going to let you, What movie are you going to see? Oh, we lost him. Okay. We lost Kevin Soldo. Um, I don't know why he hung up. Hold on. Let me call him back. I'm going to call him back, and we're just going to wrap this up really quickly. And then the phone lines are open, by the way. Uh, as you see, we got that neat little thing. It's just if uh, you call, just don't call if there's somebody on the call because I'm talking to them so that I can't. I don't have a screener yet. We're not We're not quite at the point of having a call screener. You have reached oh, the voice. Oh, we man. lost him. Okay, that's it. That was Kevin Soldo, everybody. Um, maybe his phone died. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe the government got to him. Maybe those people who he owed $18,000 to, the government, they got a hold of him. Anyways, he's gone. Phone lines are open. I'm going to take a call right now. Hello. You're on the air. Low value mail. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Can you just turn down the Hello. TV or whatever? 
Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, feedback. yeah. I'm like that old school, like, fucked up guy. I know, call I me know. Back. Wait, no, not call you back. Oh, don't call me back? What? No, no, I can hear you. Okay, so I want to ask we, you... We just okay, have to turn... So... Yeah, is it down? Okay, oh. What happened? Hello? What the hell's going on here? Hey, hello? Sorry about that. I just... Something weird happened with my phone. Okay, so who am I speaking with here? Uh, Travis. Travis. How's it going, Travis? Oh, good. I just want to ask you about, like, uh, like your style of comedy and, like, you and Ryan Long and, and like, where did that stem from or if that was just, like, uh, something you guys did together or who your favorite, like, comedian is or... Um, where did that come from? I I don't know. I mean, this kind of the stuff we talk about is just all the shit that you're kind of like not allowed to really, it's not super palatable, I guess, for the industry of comedy right now, but it seems like that's kind of the more fun comedy stuff to do. So I I think that's maybe what we gravitate towards. Although we, I don't think we ever really like purposely were like, we're going to do that. We just always did stuff we liked. And I, I mean, I can speak, I can't totally speak for Ryan, but I know like Ryan never really was like when I was young, I was super into comedy. Like I would watch comedy all the time and I had watched, I watched all comedy like all the time, but Ryan was never really into comedy at all. When he was younger, he only got yeah. Into he it. was like a fucking actor or something. No, shit. he was in a band, and he but like. But when I was younger, oh, okay. I watched tons of comedy. Like I used to watch Saturday Night Live, and I was like seven years old, and like. Okay, was, so do you, do you ever remember watching a show called uh, Comedy at Club Fifty Four? Of course, that was in Burlington, Ontario. I grew yes. up. I literally grew up down the street from Comedy Cl- Club Fifty Four. Um, no fucking. Thing. Yeah, okay, it so, was on um, so, Harvester Road, I believe. Uh, on in Burlington, I grew up five minutes away from there, and I used to watch it all the time. And a crazy thing is that that show is somehow still on the air in reruns in Canada. I can't remember where I was, but I was somewhere, and I flipped on the TV, and they were fucking playing Comedy at Club Fifty Four, and I could not believe that shit. It was crazy for me because, like, that was my introduction to comedy, and seeing those guys and everything like that was like. I thought this was like the pinnacle of comedy, but then later in life I found out that this was just like a Canadian thing, and I was just curious. Like, yeah, for, yeah, that was you. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was not the fucking pinnacle of comedy. Um, <laughs> that was the pinnacle. You know what? That was the pinnacle of the comedy boom of the '80s and '90s. So, if people don't know, in comedy. Um, like you know, started out as people doing like you know stand up at like strip clubs, and there weren't really comedy clubs. And then in the '80s, there was just this like a real just like this boom where all of a sudden the comedy clubs open up everywhere. Like I've heard stories from guys who were around in the '80s and '90s in um like Toronto and stuff. And like there was this guy I can't remember his name, but he's like I did an open mic comedy i did my first ever open mic and then the next weekend i was like doing 30 minutes on the road at like a yuck yucks or whatever because they had just opened up so many like like there were like three yuck yucks in toronto there was like two in hamilton they were just fucking they were everywhere and so just out of nowhere there was it went from this guy told me too he goes at one point in the 80s there was a master list of all the comedians in canada and it was under a hundred people that was like the entire list of all the comedians in the entire country of Canada. And then just like overnight, seemingly there was like a thousand, like there were so many and there was so, there was such a demand to see comedy clubs that the clubs were opening without really having the comedians. So then it was almost like a vacuum. And then the comedians just, people oh, just popped okay. out of nowhere to just fill the spots, but they weren't like particularly good. Like if you watch comedy club 54, you're like, yeah, yeah some of these guys are okay. Some of these guys are brutal. Then you're going to have a whole bunch of hacks. 
Yeah, right. and okay, not only totally. hacks. It's like some of them might have turned out to be good, but like th- there was just you needed bodies, so people would just start just doing like comedy a and would be like, "Hey, I'm going to do an open mic." Kind of, but Go. like you'd be working and like making a good living doing stand up like two weeks into it. Like you, all you had to do was like have the nerve yeah. to go do it and like just put now together an act and you'd be working. But anyways, one of the uh, Comedy Club Fifty Four, I think it's it's okay, still so there. Comedy by the way, Club Fifty Four was a little bit of an off question, but yeah, what I wanted to know is like who is your like comedy guy? Like who's your who's your number one comedian? That you would say, like, oh, he's my. Um, I, I really like uh, Louis right I say right now, Louis CK is my favorite. I, um, Louis, yeah, probably. Shane Gillis, let's go. Sh- yeah, yeah, Shane, Shane's the shit. But I'm talking Shane about like. Dominated. Yeah, I love, I love, Sh- I love Shane Gillis. He's, he's incredible. But I mean, what about Norm? Let's go, Norm. Norm is one of my favorites, too. Um, I say, well, I guess I was going to say like living that's because Norm hasn't been around. Yeah. Living, and, living and, but, but I say Louis, but actually like pro- if you asked me this 15 years ago and it kind of sucks because it's changed, but probably like 10, 15 years ago, it would have been David Cross, but he's kind of fallen off. Unfortunately, David Cross was awesome when he was like messing around with Gavin. Yeah. And yeah, he was, he was funny. As he fun. was the best. And now he's kind of just like, he got sucked into that whole like Hollywood cult stuff and like, Yo, he, yeah, he is a Hollywood fucking. And it's like whatever. his, you know, his, his like wife was like a Me Too chick, and it just was, it was bad. Yeah. A- anyways, buddy, thank okay. you for calling in. Okay. I appreciate Thanks, it. Man. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was, I actually forgot his name. Um. Oh, Kevin's trying to call. Oh, here we go. Kevin, we got Kevin back. Hey, Kevin. Kevin. Yo. Hey, yo, we lost you, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did your, your, uh... your phone died? No, my phone didn't die. Uh, my car turned off. I was on the Bluetooth. Oh, okay. I thought maybe because uh, all that money you owed. Um, <laughs> anyways, so let, yes, let's get one blessing. quick thing from you. Uh, thoughts on Russia, Ukraine. Who do you think is going to take it down? Who do you think is going to win? I don't know, man. I'm hearing a lot of different stories on the internet. It's hard to, uh, I don't know. I know some people apparently that are going down firsthand to help uh, people. <laughs> on which side? Uh, on the Ukrainian side. Oh, who are going down? Yeah, yeah, lots of, of Ukraine. Yeah, I know that. My my grandmother has like this, she's like 96 and she has this like helper lady who's Ukrainian. Um, yeah. And she's, her helper lady's probably like in her 60s and like her grandchildren, like her grandson was like in Czech Republic and he has to like go back to Ukraine yeah. to literally just like grab a gun and go fucking fight the Russian army. Insane. Yeah. I mean, man, you know what? I, I come from that background. Like my people went through that mid nineties. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a very weird thing, right. To even like discuss war. Cause everybody that's dealing with it is they have to deal with it. We don't have to. So for us to really not yet, put on it is, I mean, not well, yet. I know my, I don't see us getting drafted to, to go fight it. Plus women. Can well, we're not going to get drafted in Canada, but, uh, right. No, so that, so Canada's not going to be getting drafted. There might be a draft in now. They're not gonna be a draft in America. Although you never know. Maybe Putin does something real crazy and he fucking, you know, f- fires a fire. Someone, some dumb soldier accidentally like, you know, fires a rocket into Poland. And then we're like, all right, world war three is on. That's true. It really just does take one shot. It takes one shot. Yeah, and, some uh, someone does their fucking Franz Ferdinand bullshit or whatever. Well, well, what would be really funky though is is if Russia teams up with China. That's that's they they got a numbers game going on at that point. Yeah, you know? I have a. I don't think there's any truth to this. This is more of a conspiracy theory, and I don't know if you ever watch the show Coast to Coast, but I like oh, I like no, Coast man, to Coast. That's really not my thing. I don't really like. But this is honestly a conspiracy like theory, and this is I don't. It's a conspiracy theory that I'm going to say is a fun conspiracy theory. 
I don't actually think this is true, but just imagine that Russia and China came together and they go, okay, first thing we're going to do is we're going to do this virus. We're going to weaken the entire American economy. Like if they had the ability to think, you know, really 10 steps ahead, they're going to weaken the American economy, the world economy. We're going to wreak all this havoc. We're going to come out of this, uh, you know, we're going to narrow the gap economically between like China and Russia or China and America, which they did. Um, You know, we're going to weaken them. We're going to create all this inflation. They're going to have to print all this money, blah, blah, blah. And then right as that's coming to an end, boom, war, jack up all the oil prices, really just the one-two punch. And then anyways, I don't well, think this is true. But they, they got us they got us good in the sense that, you know, we're, we're at a point now where, where Canadians can put gender X on their passport. Yeah. Right? So you can have a bunch of funny people get drafted to go fight over there. Oh, man, uh, if they start drafting the non-binary people, holy fuck, we are in trouble. I would pay money to see that, right? Like, that'd be a fun event to watch. Um, All the people with colored hair on one team, and then just go see what you guys can do against the Russians. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I've watched Russian training videos, man, Russian army training videos. I encourage anyone to watch that. Uh, it would really make them say less bad things about Russians because they know how to take a beating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Thanks, Kevin. We got we got some more callers that I got to get to. Um, where can people okay. find you? Just on Instagram, Twitter? Uh, you don't use yeah, Twitter. I've been no. trying to tell you to tweet. All your crazy know, ideas, I man. I really don't like tweeting. I don't like tweeting. You can add me on Instagram. I like photos. I'm a photo guy. You and, just post uh, photos of churches. To- where can people find your wacky thoughts? Well, well, I just released an album. They can go to Bandcamp. Oh, there we go. Uh, they can find that from yeah, your Instagram, can, though. Let's just send them to your yes, Instagram, and they Instagram can find it. My Instagram has the link. I'm not putting it on Spotify. I don't want to, you know, do the the uh, the Spotify stuff. I don't want to. Okay, okay cool. That. I'm going to put it in the chat here. It's at Kev Soldo, right? Yes, at Kev Soldo, and and they can on Instagram. Go find. Yeah. Go. Uh, yeah, everybody, go uh, follow Kevin, it's, and then. Um, yeah. And then go. Uh, do you have? Do you do a pod? You're doing a podcast for a bit, right? I do, man. I have a, and that's also linked onto my Instagram too. It's the Please Feel Free podcast. Oh, okay. So then there is a place to find Kevin's wacky thoughts. Uh, yeah. I mean, I interview other people and get their wacky thoughts, but uh, we're just interesting thoughts too, man. We, we, there we uh, go. Yeah, we had a New York rapper on it too, uh, Homeboy Sandman. Cool. His name's Homeboy Sandman. Yeah, he's he's a New York rapper. He's a really cool dude from Queens, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Dope. Uh, yeah. So, so they could check me out there. Okay. And, uh, thank you for calling, dude. Thank <laughs> you for calling. Good luck with your um court case. Definitely call back and let us know. Yeah, I'll keep you up to date. But I'm hoping that that's that's the last I've ever seen of that. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. All right. Well, either way. <laughs> Only because I want, I want to see a court uh, sketch artist. I want to see a court sketch of Kevin defending himself very badly. I think it'll probably be Zoom court still. Oh, that court. sucks! I was hoping you would be a nice little fucking <laughs> shitty sketch of you in court defending yourself. I mean, we can get somebody to sketch it. It'll just be me sitting at a table. Oh no! This is this is when you're really doing your cross examination of the cop, and you're 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 going to be really using that space. I feel. Walking around, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, take okay. the calls. Uh, thank you for Later, doing buddy. this uh, and, and enjoy. All right. I like your show. Later, buddy. Okay. Bye. Also, a. Oh fuck.
hung up on him. All right, that's been Kevin Soul, though, everybody. Uh, go follow him. He's a very funny guy. Uh, good friend of mine and really, really insane. Um, okay, we got a call, and I think it's going to be the hard money troll if I had to guess. Hello. Yo, hard oh. money troll. How's it going, hard money troll? I always know it's you because you're the only no-caller ID. Yeah, am I the only person that calls with no-caller ID? Yes, that is correct. Well, a bunch, well, a bunch of lames. Yeah, what's up? Uh, Nothing. Just wanted to talk a little bit of the Russia, uh, Ukraine. Yep. And uh, everyone's been hyping up uh, how you know they have Nazis fighting for them and whatnot. But like, who nobody Ukraine seems does? to be like, yeah, yeah, uh, totally. They do a hundred percent have Nazis fighting for them. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know. I don't know the details on it. But I assume it's just some, you know, like when you're fighting for survival, you got basically just accept whoever is going to fight for you. No, no, no. They've, they've been there for, game. they've been there for some time from the sounds of it. They've been there for, yeah. they're, they're, it's kind of like they've just I know. Set, learned to live with them, but they're, they're not <laughs> like, like they, they didn't just come, like spring up during this conflict. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll take it. Cause you know, in Ukraine, which is crazy how they're like, we're releasing all the criminals to fight for yeah. us. It wasn't like so that where they're like, all right, all right. Neo-Nazis. Well, let's get them back in here. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and yeah it's, no. you know, it's also super interesting just to think about the fact of like, you know, how many revolutions have been started by like people that went to another country to fight for somebody else. So like, what uh, you know, what dictator is getting trained right now in Ukraine, just fighting that war? So oh, you're saying for uh, for some future war? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, what maniacs being trained how to kill out there right now? They'll like come back in the future. So. That's a little something interesting to think about. Yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, great show tonight. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed. It. <laughs> uh, I was disappointed he wasn't Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, but, he's not uh, Kevin Sorbo, yeah. but they have no, similar political views. Yeah, definitely don't dress the same though. No, but, uh, no, definitely. Yeah, not. keep up the good work. Oh, right, cool. Good. Thanks, dude. Bye. Hard money troll, everybody. Um, okay. By the way, the phone lines are open. Um, if you want to call in, if people were saying in the comments about, uh, so I turned off call waiting because it was a pain in my ass. So it just does go to voicemail. I can call you back on the voicemail. Although the one thing is that it doesn't say, uh, what, who called because it doesn't, because I lost the voicemail. So anyways, you can call. Okay. We got a caller. What is up? Thank you for calling. Low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hey, this is Austin. What's up, Austin? How you doing, buddy? No, no way. I actually just got through. Fuck yeah, man. You got through, dude. You're on the <laughs> show. No, that's what's up, dude. How are you doing? I'm excellent, man. I'm I'm uh, sitting in the studio, uh, although it looks like I'm in a living room, which a lot of people think I'm sitting in my actual living room, although I have a slight... Well, then it's a good studio, right? It yeah, looks, yeah. Well, it so looks I got a green homemade. screen. I got a green screen. That's how, that's how we do it. Uh, what can what can I do uh, for you, Austin? Oh well, first off, is my audio okay? Cause I yeah, just I can, dude, outside. I can hear you. Dude, I can hear you fine. I hear you loud and clear, okay. dude. All right, word. Um, well, I don't know, man. I mean, what's on your mind? I mean, I was listening to the last guy, and I mean, I could keep going with that subject. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you want to talk about, mind? dude? I'm telling you, I want to. I want the show to be like coast to coast. So you, you whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, like honestly, what I want to talk about is just like. 
low stuff. Like, I don't want to talk about this high strung you, stuff. Like, you don't want to talk about this, this. Yeah. You don't, you want to talk about really low value shit is what you're saying. You don't want to talk about like, uh, like you don't want to talk about the war and stuff. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, if my opinion on the war is it's like, dude, everything's all right. It's okay. We're going to get through it. Well, do We're you live in, do you right? live in Europe? No, I live in I live in Tennessee, actually. Yeah, well, then you're gonna be fine. Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm I just I want to encourage everybody that you know isn't directly involved to just be like, hey, dude, don't stress it yet. Yeah, that's, like that's maybe the way. time will come to stress it, but now it's not the time to stress it. That is, not, I, mean, to... <clears throat> I mean, that is a good way of thinking about things, especially for people who watch like news all day, and it really drives a lot of fear and kind of anxiety. Oh, dude, I'm one of those people, man. I watch all day, every day. Dude, I, I'm my own, the only person I know. And I, I go to talk to my friends and they're like, what are you even talking about? And I'm like, bro, you're not even paying attention to anything. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm like, you know what? If anything that that's taught me is like, let's not stress it because when it comes time to stress it, it'll be time to stress it. You know, being prepared is different. I'm not saying don't be prepared. Are you prepared? Saying, are, have you been it. getting prepared? What have you been getting prepared um, for? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. So I don't know if what it was like where you were in Tennessee. Did you guys have like the everybody was taking all the toilet paper during COVID and all that shit? Dude, yes, absolutely. Honestly, I feel like we're one small thing away from like, especially in America, especially larger cities. I don't know if you're in a larger city, but like, I definitely feel like we're one nah, kind of new, small news cycle away from all the stores just running out of everything. Like people just going to stock up on no. shit. And like, dude, you see today there was all those it's websites like discord and all these websites went down at the exact same time and all had these issues. And it's like, everybody knows that the Russians are going to be attempting cyber attacks. Like what happens if just like, you know, all your fucking, your phone stops working and there's no internet. Your, hey, ba your bank a, cards don't work. Like, a, no, that's a really good point. Cause I, I literally just moved. The bank card, the rest of the, the internet part and all that stuff going down doesn't really affect me much. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have social media. Well, how how would you watch I, the show, I, though? Uh, YouTube. I have I have a YouTube, but I don't have would any other social media. Would you be able to watch YouTube if you didn't have the internet? Dude, you got to um, think. You gotta, no, man. That's you'd a be good fucking, point. No, dude, you'd be no, on your no, own, no, dude. No, <laughs> yeah. no you're, you're right. The land. I'm glad that I can call in and get on this. But I, I'm just saying, like, the only thing that would directly affect me is that personally I, I moved to using uh, only online banking. Okay. Like I don't have cash anymore. Like yeah, so I, dude, I if, use, imagine you and just so, like, yeah, no, that's exactly like if fucked. that goes down, I'm yeah, exactly. I am screwed. I'm completely screwed. Yeah. I will say uh, this. I, I'm not really like a doomsday prepper dude, but next time I go shopping, I am going to go buy like a few extra just cans of shit just in case. <laughs> I mean, no, you're, you're not, uh, you're not speaking lies. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. definitely, that's definitely a good point, um, for sure. Uh, the, I don't know, man. I just, I just want people to have a good message. But then I also, you know, I don't know. I got, dude. This totally got me sidetracked. <laughs> what you're talking about totally got me sidetracked. Sidetracked on what? Because you're talking about like uh, the digital future, the digital age, the fact that any of this stuff could be taken away from us at any point. Yeah. And all that stuff. Well, I mean, which, just, which, so, you know, yeah. solar flare comes. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. I mean, cryptocurrency definitely seems to be the way of the future, but then that is one of those things where it's like, wait, what about solar flares? And well, stuff I mean, like cryptocurrency, that? nobody's going to want fucking cryptocurrency or lots of shit for that matter if, uh, you well, know, I'm, if, I'm if, we, we, if we lose the internet. 
Right. I'm taking it to the extreme because it, it, it is as simple as what you just said that like, so how many people think about where is their bank account and what is their bank account? You know, and it's, at this point is literally just a string of numbers. Yeah. Quite you know, because nobody, zeros. very little people have either physical assets or, um, you know, paper assets, even at that very bare minimum, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, I mean, to, to put myself an example, I'm 30 and I don't have a savings account. I had a savings account two years ago and then I had an emergency come out and that destroyed my savings account and I haven't been able to build it back up. Yeah. And so now at any point that anything goes wrong, it's like, well, that's that's the end of that. Yeah. And so I just got to take it as it comes. And so I do think that people should be aware and, you know, anybody listening in for sure, like be aware and, and be proactive, you know, and that's advice for myself even. Yeah. is be proactive on this stuff. And like you were saying, like, hey, buy an extra can of beans or whatever. You know, Someone like, said buy sure. rice. That is a good idea, buy rice. Yeah, buy rice. Oh, dude, rice is the best. That's the thing is you you probably have this giant bag of rice sitting in your fucking clo- cupboard or whatever, pantry, just looking back at you every day. And you go, why do you have this thing? But when you do want it, when you do need it, you're going to be like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, for glad sure. I fucking bought that. Glad yeah, previous also, me bought that shit. It's also like Mitch Hedrick said, right? If you're hungry and you want to eat a thousand or something, yeah. rice. Hell yeah, dude. It's the go-to thing. Fuck yeah. Anyways, dude, thanks for calling in. We got a bunch of people. Oh, uh, dude, I'm so glad to have talked to you. Dude, Danny. thank have you. A great what was night. your name again? I wish... I'm Austin. Austin, thanks, dude. Thanks. Sorry, sorry yeah. I'm so bad with the names. I gotta get. I keep saying this every week, but I gotta get a pen and paper to write down shit. <laughs> I wanted to get into something else that was lighthearted, but you totally drove it. In nah, a we're going fucking full doomsday, is. Austin. Fuck yeah, we're going balls shit. to the walls here, doomsday. Yeah. All right, later, <laughs> have dude. a good one, bro. Later, Austin. <laughs> have a good one. Bye. That was Austin, everybody. Um, all right, so we got a bunch of voicemails here. I'm gonna do my. Anyways, the phone. Oh, here we go. Uh, we got a caller from Canada. Hello, welcome to Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? No way, Danny. Oh yes, what's up, dude? So, sorry, hold on a second. I fucked up. Can you hear? Me? I accidentally. Pressed. I can hear you, Dan. There we go. What up? How's it going, man? It's going good, man. How are you doing? Good. Calling from uh near near where I grew up. I guess so. I'll, I mean, I'll just say it. I'm not worried. I'm calling from Milton, Ontario. Yeah, that's, I feel weird because sometimes people are like, don't say where I'm from. And then I'm like, I don't really matter. Like, does it matter if I say where you're from? Anyways, I'm from Burlington. Not not that far away. Um, but who, who, what's, your, what's your name? My name's Adam. Adam. How's it going, Adam? What what can I help you with? Or what do you want to talk about? So honestly, like my my main question for you tonight is about baseball cards. Oh, this I is know, you were uh, just in the chat talking about the baseball cards. Okay. I was, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm thinking back, I'm looking at cards now. Like, I'll be honest, I don't know much about baseball cards. The only card I have that is worth anything is not baseball. I've got an old Pokemon card, mint condition that I know. Charizard? I do. I've got a mint condition, shadowless holographic Charizard. Whoa. That that could be fucking worth some serious dough if you get it graded and it gets a high grade. I, I know. I and I'll be honest, like being in Canada, I was hesitant to send it away to be graded during COVID because I just didn't want it in the mail system. But I'm going to. I know it's you want to know if you want to hear a crazy story. So a friend of mine um, in Toronto, he had this cousin who this is all happened very recently. See, he had a cousin who had this like crazy collection of cards, and his cousin needed some money, so he's like, you know what, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to like. Uh, I'm going to get them all graded for you with uh, PSA, which is like the big grading company. 
and then I'll sell them for you and I'll like help because he's like he has some sort of like um, special needs or something. But he had this like he had like awesome. Gretzky rookies. He had like uh, a oh, Bobby. Wow. He had a signed Bobby Orr rookie. He had like a signed Lemieux. All this stuff, right? So he gets them for and his uh, he's not, like he's like really autistic. I think is is the cousin of his or whatever. So anyways, he gets all these cards. He goes to the big card show in Toronto. PSA has like a booth there. He pays like a thousand dollars. They go. They send them in for grading. They all get graded. The and I, I the Bobby Orr was I think it was authentic, but it was altered or something. But it was like it was still like you know worth a lot. Bobby Orr rookie cards are worth a lot okay. of fucking money. Anyways, so then the way that PSA Canada works is that PSA sends them to this guy in like East Coast Canada. And then he sends them to you, whereas normally PSA would send them just like from their warehouse to you if you lived in America. So, anyways, yeah, they send like them. They send them. Like, but anyways, no, they're in uh, California. But anyways, they send them to the guy. The guy sends all these cards to my buddy, and they get fucking stolen at the UPS facility. They just disappear. Oh, like two Gretzky rookies, a Lemieux, like a, I think like an old Bill Russell card, like all these, and the Bobby Orr, like you know, and they were only insured for like the guy. I guess had told him, he goes, we only insure them for like a thousand dollars, even though it was like 20 grand oh worth of God. shit. And the guy's like, we've That's never awesome. had a package go missing ever. This is the first one ever. And it just like gone really oh, shitty. That's brutal. So that's, anyways, like how, it couldn't get much worse than that. Like I was half worried about that just because of the fact that at the time, like, and this was probably, I don't know, first year and a half into COVID when the Pokemon cards were really, really hot. And, uh, and, you know, I was watching a lot of Twitch streams. A lot of people were doing that kind of stuff, like box breaking, like the old boxes, first editions. And it was so hyped up. And I'm like, like, I just don't feel comfortable mailing it. But sorry, I got a little sidetracked. Whatever, you just got insured. Anyways, what, what, oh, yeah, Adam, so what's the, what's the question about baseball cards? Okay, sorry. Yeah, so my main question was, years ago, my dad gave me, it was a uh, 1992 and 1993, you know, the years uh, Jays won the, the World Series. Yep. He bought me, it was the mini bats, yeah. the signed baseballs, and the complete card sets. I can't remember which card set. But they're Blue Jays? They were. It was So it was Blue Jays. It was the complete 92, complete 93 baseball card sets yeah. with these little mini bats signed by the players and these balls signed by the players. And like an idiot when I was a kid, yeah. I had no appreciation at all for baseball cards. I probably folded them up, like burnt most of them, threw them out. And I was just wondering, with your history of card knowledge, what do you think those things would have been worth Not at much. this time in Not the much. market? Not much at all. Not much? No. Because okay, it's I'm like, uh, unless you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan, it's like nobody would care about that stuff. From uh, oh, yeah. Like only yeah. Toronto yeah. Blue Jays fans would like that stuff, and uh, probably not worth that much. All right, fantastic, awesome. I'm glad to hear. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the the Pokemon's Pokemon's way better off. Oh yeah, I've, I've got you know I've got the Charizard. I got a couple others, but you know the the Shadowless Charizard's my main. Nice. You know, I'll hold on to it. Maybe it'll you know, maybe it'll buy me something nice. Down All there. right, cool, man. Thanks, thanks, Adam. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, take it easy, Danny. Appreciate B- it. Bye bye. All right, that was Adam. Um, Hard money troll. Tell him about the cards in the vault. A few cards. Have a few ones. Have a few cool. Uh, I have um, an Andre the Giant. Uh, nineteen eighty. What is it? Nineteen eighty three. Wrestling All Stars. The yellow one. Pretty sweet. Uh, okay, we got another caller. Hello. Thanks for calling into Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, it's Devin. Hi, Devin. Um, California. What's up? Hi. Uh, happy International Women's Day. 
Thank you. And happy Women's Month, History Month. Thanks. We're privileged. Yes, very privileged. How are you doing on this fine International Women's Day? Uh, I'm pretty good. Nice. Pretty good. Nice. Just chilling. Cool. Enjoying the podcast. A lot of good content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we, we kind of got off the rails there a bit with Kevin and the baseball cards, but we're back into normal stuff, maybe. JJ, maybe. JJ says hi. JJ says hi, Devin. Remember JJ? Oh, tell JJ I said hi. Yeah, we met Danny. Remember? I, I know that. Uh, I, I know we oh, met. Yeah. Of course I remember oh, you. Oh. Yes, at, at the improv. JJ's calling my name wrong. I know. He's, JJ's slightly dyslexic, though. Don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't hold that against him. Love it. Um, um, so what, what can I uh, do for you? Is there you have, uh, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, any hoozle. Um, I had a question. So here's the deal. I, uh, this is a financial question okay. about the housing market, which I don't feel like, I don't know how you're into the housing market. If um, that's a I know some stuff about it. I, I'm, I'm basically all the stuff I know a little bit about this stuff. I'm not. We were supposed to have Enrique. I don't know. If he was supposed to come on. He used to run this big hedge fund, and he's very knowledgeable about all this shit. But uh, he couldn't make it. But he's going to be on next week. So if anybody left questions in the Patreon, he will be on next week. So, anyways. Uh, oh, cool. But anyway, so about the housing market. Shoot. Yeah. So okay, here's the deal. So I have been saving to buy a house live in california obviously that's like the gold specific it's you know you want to buy a house yeah absolutely um, but it's very expensive yada yada um i've been saving a pretty long time uh but um the deal is i'm kind of so i'm like i was at the point basically just before covid where i had 20 percent down for the housing market at the time right and now that is no longer 20 percent yeah, now I'm at like 10. Um, so, yeah, it's a bummer. Um, so, a pretty, like, I'm, I have an idea. I still have a pretty good chunk of change. 10% of a house in California is a, a good amount of money. Can, can you buy your first house with 10% down there? You can, but you have to pay. They pay, you pay um, like an insurance thing, like a, yeah, like an extra fee or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you would have to be, so I would like my ideal situation would to be to have 30% down and do a 15 year fixed. Yeah. So that hopefully like I could pay it off early and then, you know, mm-hmm. have, and then just own it. I property. mean, the one thing I would say is interest rates are so low that I would just, uh, I mean, I can't say that they're going to be like this forever. Although I do read some people who think that we're going to be low interest rates for uh, indefinitely. It's It's never going back to like the, elevated rates of interest so it, it will be fairly cheap to borrow money for a while and just in terms of not getting a 15-year mortgage you could do like a 25-year mortgage i don't know yeah, yeah someone I, says hard money troll says put all your money in shiba you know <laughs> done sold yeah um yeah no but do you, my question would be more like so basically i could i i'm pretty solid where i'm at right now and everything um but i could wait like three years have more money and kind of hope that the housing market goes down. Do you think that's like insane or that's a tough one? It seems like I, I I own a place in Toronto, which I bought in 2015. And I remember the time being like, man, this is crazy how much places are. And then now you look back on it and you're like, holy shit, what a fucking deal that was. So, uh, 
it seems uh, from I have some friends who are in real estate, and it seems it's it's one of those things where the best time to buy a, you know, it's like the saying like the best time to buy a house was ten years ago, and then the second best time is today or whatever the fuck. But um, I think you're probably better off. You would have to crunch the numbers, but my guess is you're probably better off putting ten percent down and paying that penalty than waiting three years. Because, like, that penalty is probably not an insane amount of money. It's probably, you know, an extra 50 or or $100 a month or something because it's just essentially the insurance on the risk of you defaulting on a house while simultaneously. But it's it's pretty hard to, you know, time, like, the housing market to say, like, is housing going to be lower three years from now? Might be. I, I, I don't know. That That's definitely not my um, super my wheelhouse on that. But I think I would say the best thing to do is just buy it now. Versus, although, yeah. unless you know what, there is a really good chance though that we're going into a global recession with all this fucking shit that's going on right now. So, you might someone says they dropped their insurance payment in 1.5 years. So, maybe there is an amount of money where you can just keep once you hit a certain threshold where you don't even have to pay that anymore. Um, yeah, you don't have to pay it after you've reached that. The over yeah, that oh, point. well, in that case, 100%, I would just do that and then I would just work on paying off that whatever that amount is to just remove that penalty. And then you just were penalized for a short period of time. I mean, I guess the decision you need to make is, are we going to go into a global recession? My guess is we are. Yeah. That's definitely like my worry would just be like buying a house in like the equivalent of 2007. But do you want to, but again, it's like the people who bought houses in 2007, say you bought a house in 2007, you're up on that house so much now. It's like, sure, in 2008, you would have been like, what a fucking idiot. In 2009, you would have been like, I'm so stupid. But by yeah. 2012, you're like, okay, my house is worth way more than what I paid for it. Like, the, yeah, so I wouldn't, the, I mean, they. I've heard some Warren Buffett thing where he basically says like, you know, the good thing about houses is that unlike the stock market, you don't get a fucking price on your house every day, which, because if people were told every day what your house is worth, People would do stupid shit like sell their house when it dropped, you know, 10%. But because you don't know that, it just people don't make these dumb decisions. But I would say just buy it. Yeah. I would just go buy a house, especially if you're going to live there because it's like you need somewhere to live. Yeah, that's true. I probably would, my move would probably be to rent it, to be honest. Are you going to buy a a house to rent? Are you going to buy a house to rent? Are you going to like live in like like the basement kind of deal or just straight up just live somewhere else? It, it depends the situation. Like right, so right now I live with my brother, uh, and I get pretty sick rent. Um, oh. So well, yeah, yeah. just do that. But I would say, yeah, if you have the money, just go buy it, and then, and then, uh, because like time, trying to time a global recession or like a housing correction is going to be pretty hard. But the odds are that you're not going to be able to do that, and that the one thing you can pretty much guarantee is that the price of houses is going to be higher in five years from now. True, true. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Thanks. Thank you for calling in, Devin. It was nice talking to you. A low-value female. That's right. On International Women's Day. Woo. Bye. All right, bye. That was Devin, everybody. Oh, all right. We got another call. Shit's ringing off the hook. Hello. Thanks for calling low-value male. Who am I speaking with? Hey, my name is Joe. I am uh, Joe Hacks on the Boys Cast Discord. Shout out to my boy, Chad Thundernut. What's up, Joe? Chad says uh, hi. I don't know if he did. does, but he's in Australia. I think Chad, J- Chad's in Australia, right? Chad is in Australia, so I catch him on the late shift, you know? Nice, nice. How's it going, Joe? 
Uh, it's going really good, and I feel like I want to get into the spirit of the show and ask you about something you're not particularly qualified for. Nice, do it. Yeah, that housing question, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely not my forte, but I, I do know enough to know if you have the money, just go buy it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm the guy that was saying I paid it off in uh, 1.5 years. Basically, what ended up happening was I, I bought the house, and then uh, the value went up enough in a year and a half that I refinanced, cut that out. And now I'm looking to sell and move into my next place that's even bigger because I've turned even more value on it. So nice. I, I have my advice to her for whatever it's worth. Yeah. Go for it. Get in as soon as you can. Yeah. If you look at a graph of real estate, it only ever goes up yeah, it's up a, to this it's, point in it's history. It's literally a 45 degree line to the to the top right corner. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so my question is, uh, I've been doing I, I, sort of recreational bodybuilding, do a lot of weightlifting. Nice. Got a, garage and uh gym in my garage that i built natural when COVID started natural they shut no? down. i go full natural I, I i told myself that when i turn 60 i'm just gonna dose how old are just you juice it up because like whatever if i die of cancer in 20 years from there who cares how old are you 40 oh, okay so you got 20 more years before you're gonna be fucking just full arnold I'm, I'm pretty yoked right now but i think i could get more yoked with the, with the right uh with the right formulas nice nice but, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, my workouts are going pretty well. I follow a pretty scientific formula. I'm, I'm hitting like uh, 70% how many days, how 10 days, reps. How many days a, a week do you work out? I do a six-day workout routine. I do, uh, Damn, hardcore, I do chest and triceps. I do back and, bicep, or, uh, uh, back and shoulders, and then I do legs and biceps on the same day, and I repeat twice and take a one-day rest on Sundays. Nice, nice, nice. Not, so, not, to, so, not to be a party pooper, but this is kind of a high-value male thing that you're doing here, but... I, I try my best to hit know. that, um, but I, I I find that you know I, I've got my bench press up to uh, about 255 pounds for ten for three by ten, it's and it's soft. it's going upwards. But I'm like I'm not making the gains I want to. My recovery time's lower because I'm getting a little bit older. Yeah, so, I mean that's a pretty good guess, amount for your. How tall are you? Uh, six foot. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I weigh about two hundred pounds. So I feel it's, it's I feel like the above. shorter guys, the shorter arm guys. Whenever you go to the gym, and the, the, it's like those dudes who are like five seven with the short arms, and they put up like so much weight on the bench because it's just literally less distance to move it. Yeah, funny thing. So my buddy was actually at the Arnold Classic this last weekend, and uh, he said everybody is like five foot six. Yeah, five foot four. Like one hundred percent because it's like especially for I, I don't know if for bodybuilding like if it because I know uh, Ronnie Coleman. He was like yeah. a monster. He was like six, two or something. Yeah, Five, yeah, four. but I mean, with enough, if you inject enough bull steroids into your testicles. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was literally like the some of the photos of him. You're like, holy shit, it looks photoshopped. Like, doesn't even look real. Yeah. Uh, so I guess my question is, uh, what can Japan do about its declining birth rate? And do you think that America is <laughs> going to be facing the same problem? Uh, Japan can do nothing about their declining birth rate because they have so many old people. Uh, the, the, they have like the most senior citizens, I think, or like send whatever, the, um, out of anybody. And then America, I think because of, uh, but the young people aren't having sex. The that's young what I'm saying. Literally not getting married. They're playing video games and watching TV. Yeah. They ain't, fucking, to them. they ain't fucking in America. And I, I, they're definitely, I mean, I, I've said this on Boy Scouts before, but like, uh, I've read this, but apparently Japan's going to have the same population in the year 2300 that they currently have today, which is not good. Yeah. That's really bad. Uh, yeah, no, considering this, past, yeah. Well, considering this entire like civilization and economy and everything that is this whole thing that we've built is based off of constantly increasing amount of people like the whole thing. That's this whole house of cards right. is based off of the fact that there's always going to be more people 
So you build it's the best Ponzi scheme ever. Well, it is. And it's as a, you know, it's working pretty great right now, but as you know, you can keep building more houses and all that stuff. But the moment that like, you know, houses are vacant because there's not enough people to go in there and we need, we don't need to build any new ones because the old ones aren't even full. That's not good. How do we get people to start fucking? I don't know, man. Uh, it, that's a, that's a tough one. I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I'm kind of part of the problem. I'm 38 years old. I'm, I'm not even married and I don't have any kids. So I, uh, I didn't start having kids until I was like 36. So you got time. Oh uh, yeah. I got time. I'm not worried about that. I'm a guy. <laughs> um, and my girlfriend's uh, not uh, like, she, she's not old. So she, she's yeah, she, you're Jewish. Be... Abraham had his first kid when he was like 98. Yeah. yeah I hope I'm going to be fucking long dead by that point. But um, how many kids do you have? Two. Too okay. I don't know, man. Maybe it needs to be like some sort of brave new world thing where we just start cranking them out at like a fucking Ford factory, and they're just like I, I don't know. It, because you know what, a lot of I have a few friends. Some of my friends have kids, but you know, a lot of my actually, you know what, all my friends from back home all have kids, and then it's all my comedian friends who are just fucking clowns who none of them have kids. So I don't know. Maybe something about comedy. So, so let me pitch you a scenario. So uh, Russia's just recently had all their porn and all their Netflix and stuff cut off. Do you think that's going to boom the, the birth rate since they got nothing else to do? Nah, I don't think so because it's probably so crappy to live in Russia right now, especially if you're not like have good means. I mean, all, all like they're just losing everything. I mean, I'm sure, if, you know, they'll, they'll, some people will pass the time, but I feel like uncertainty, stuff like that, like that kind of uncertainty of like, are we about to go to war? That makes people not want to have kids. It's almost like that's why there was the whole baby boom after the war. Cause people were like, all right, it's safe to, f f you know, get at it. And then people were, you know, they had that kind of certainty and that safety. So then they started having lots of kids. But I think in this kind of scenario with all the stress and uncertainty, you'd be less likely to have kids. That'd be my thought on it anyways. Smart. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking my call. Cool. Thanks buddy. Take care, Joe. Thanks. Ciao. Oh, Joe, everybody, with a little bit of a curve ball. Um, the, yeah, so, and he's, he's yoked. So if you, if you need some tips, uh, people are discussing my age. What, how old did you think I was? I thought Danny was not 30. Should we all say how old? How old did you think I was? I feel like I look like I'm in my 30s. I thought Danny was at least 37. Pretty, uh, pretty accurate, 38. Um, and yes, I always look tired. That's just how my face is. Um, okay. So what time is it? 1110. Yeah, we can, we'll keep on cranking this out. We got another 20 minutes. Um, the phone lines are open. Everybody, if you want to call in, I am going to, uh, check out, see, I, you know what the problem with the voicemails are? You don't need to leave a voicemail if you want to call back or maybe you do. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to, there's a, I had a voicemail from last week that I'm going to play. But then someone might call in and interrupt it. But anyways. Uh, What's up, Danny? My name's Jordan, comedian out of uh, Dallas, Texas. Just out of curiosity, what gives you the balls, man? <sighs> so close. All right, we got a call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hey, man. It's Rob from Vancouver. What's How's up, going? Rob from Vancouver? How are you doing, buddy? Good. Uh, I called you last week about the pillow spray. Oh, the pillow spray. Yeah. Alex Byron, the comedian who called in at the end, he sent a, I posted in the Discord, but he sent a, uh, he went and bought some pillow spray at Winners. It was $4. Oh, nice. $4? Yeah, it was on sale from $6. It was $4 for some pillow spray. Wow. He went and bought some. Oh, I bet you my girlfriend's not buying the $4 kind. Yeah, but you, yeah, I know, whatever. She sounded like uh, she had some money. So how much is gas in Vancouver right now? 
You drive? I have a 210. 210 a liter. What's that, 8 bucks a gallon? Uh, 840 a gallon, but Canadian. So that's seven, seven on a gallon. (laughs) Something like that. Anyways, what's what's up, uh, Rob? You got some more uh, pillow spray questions? Uh, well, I had so I, I thought we could talk about something uh, that you might be interested in. Um, uh, just a couple comments on uh, stuff that's already happened this show. If you don't yeah, mind. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, By the way, people well, who are back. listening, feel free to call in if you have any comments, anything you want to add about something that you heard on the show. Uh, that's definitely encouraged. So, anyways, shoot, Rob. Okay. Uh, actually, first things first. Uh, that phone call last week cost me ten bucks because I realized I don't have international calling. So oh, that's a bummer. Fuck. Sorry, dude. This one's probably going to cost the same. I oh man, swear. I can call you back if you want. I have, and I'm in the great free country of America. Where? Because, dude, let's. You know what? I'm going to call you back. This is okay. A, hey, you're a nice guy. Yeah, it's a very, it's high value. We're very, we're a high value podcast, even though we're called low value mail. What's more low value than calling back Rob so he doesn't have to pay? Plus, honestly. I hate the phone carriers in Canada, and I don't want to give them. Hello. What's up, Rob? I was just saying how much I hate the fucking telecom com- companies in Canada, and I don't want to give them any money. I don't want you giving them money, and anything I can do to not give them money, I'm very happy to do. So, how's it going? It's a it's a racket. Yeah, it's so. a racket. It's I ha- I have a real disdain for them. So, anyways, I'm happy that we we just kind of pulled a little fast one on them. Good, fuck them. CRTC, bunch of assholes. Do you understand um, that the phone, oh, the phone that I have for this podcast, is it's fifteen dollars a month, and I have unlimited calling, international calling, and data. It's fifteen yeah, bucks. It, it, that's absolutely unreal. And Isn't it crazy? Uh, our government here, well, our government here seems to think it's like perfectly fine. And like always downplays when that sort of comes up. At any I mean, point. I get that uh, Canada is a way there. bigger com- country geographically and there's less people. And because of like economies of scale and whatnot, you're not going to get the same. I understand that you're not going to get the same price as a country that's as dense as America with as many people. But still, the prices up there are clearly they collude with each other and they uh, they fucking suck. So anyways, we just yeah, put, it's we an oligopoly that's enforced by the CRTC, which uh, is a bunch of appointed people. Uh, un, unelected officials. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. You're speaking my language uh, right now. Nice. Uh, okay, so the first person that called in, his name is Kieran. Kieran. Okay. That, I call them Karen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> I should have. I should have known that actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, just want to shout you out for um, calling out the green energy uh, uh, policies for leading uh, essentially to a large part of this war, uh, because that's a contrition you probably won't see. Uh, Certainly from the left, at any rate. Oh, 100. Well, I mean, again, I'm not like nobody could have seen this coming. Although the one thing is if COVID taught us anything, well, is is this world not not seen it coming, but this world, you know, kind of this reliance on this kind of globalism thing where, you know, you're relying on other countries for stuff first with COVID with, you know, medication and PPE and all that shit. And then now with oil and you go, look, like if you can fucking do this shit yourself, stop giving these countries money, especially the ones who are like. You know, it's not like Sweden or some shit who are pretty buddy buddy with. It's like these are countries that have like had nuclear f- missiles aimed at America like not that long ago. So that's speaking about Russia. Um, but you know, anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, someone... it's absolutely wild that like, yeah, yeah sorry, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go, go ahead. Someone, someone in the comment is trying to call from France. My, my thought there was like it's absolutely wild that like the U.S. has been like underwriting global trade, basically set the rules based order, and like Europe goes ahead and like makes a currency to rival them, decides to get chummy with, like, their worst enemy. You know, like, hey, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I watched the Ryan Long uh, comedy special. Yeah. By the way, everybody, if you uh, haven't seen stuff. it, go ch- go check out Ryan Long's comedy special on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. Free on YouTube. Yeah, it's fucking killer. Yeah. Uh, he loves doing that little stinker, like I'm a bad little boy face. He is a bad little boy. I thought it was kind of funny. I'm gonna tell Ryan, I'm gonna tell him that. Uh, He's a bad little boy. Uh, nice to hear you're from Burlington, local boy. I'm from Hamilton. Nice. Uh, home to... of uh, Dave Anderchuk. Yeah, Dave Anderchuk. Absolutely. I, I actually went to Hebrew school in Hamilton. Oh, wow. Yeah. On, uh, Hebrew school. The Hamilton, right Hebrew, on. the Hamilton Hebrew Academy on uh, Main Street West in Westdale. Okay. At least it's on West. That's, oh, in West? Oh, fuck. That place is a real nice school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the school was a piece of shit, but... My parents have sent, oh, was it? insisted it on nice. sending me to some sort of Jewish school. Okay, uh, I went to Max, so I used to live in that area. Yeah, literally across the street from uh, my pastor. Yeah, big time. Nice. Uh, okay, so I don't know if you want to spend much more time with me, but I thought uh, if you want to talk about, like, crypto. Yeah. Um, c- a couple things that I thought I could get your opinion on. Or yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do, uh, yeah, let's do one quick, because we've got some more people who want to call in. I'm trying to figure out this yeah, right guy calling uh, from France, but I don't know how to do this, but anyways. Oh, fuck. Wee wee. What do you think of, first things first, what do you think of virtual property, like NFT-based virtual property um, that you buy for the metaverse? Like Decentraland, that stuff. My friend bought some property in Decentraland, and there's like the sandbox and all that shit. I don't know. Like... I do very much think that there's a likelihood that, you know, we will be spending more time in the whatever quote unquote metaverse at some point than now, which is my, you know, I currently spend zero time in the metaverse. I, you know, there is a chance that maybe you might go to like a casino in the metaverse and it will get hyper realistic. Like there's no question that it'll look the same as reality in, you know, 10 years from now or 15 years. So then if land matters, but the problem is, is like, you know, in the metaverse, theoretically, that's infinite, right? Because it's not real land. Like, land in on Earth is finite. There is literally no more land. But this is made up. Right. Well, there, ha- yeah. there has to be a promise of scarcity. I understand there's a promise of scarcity, but what happens if Facebook goes, okay, we're making our own metaverse, and, like, we're, we're, we're not using your metaverse. We're using our metaverse, and it's our metaverse is... You know, yeah, anybody can have a thing. I mean, I get it. You know, there'll be ad- possibilities for advertising, or you could have a casino, or like a fucking. I mean, I've heard all the stuff. I, I, I haven't bought into it. I think the metaverse is a lot of hype, and I think there's a very good chance that there will be some sort of metaverse thing, but it won't be what we think it's going to be. If that makes sense, because a lot of times this yeah. technology stuff is we start off somewhere where we think this is where we're going, and then it ends up somewhere completely different. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I, I'm not really... I don't really know. It's, it's way yeah, too much I, I never bought any... Um, yeah, I never bought any uh, any Metaverse coins, so... Yeah, fuck. Um, I don't know if you listen to Prop G podcast, but he's got a lot of lot of stuff to say about no, that. No, I so. don't. I don't. Uh, he's good. He, you actually like him if you search him out. Okay. Um, care to shed a couple thoughts on DeFi in general? DeFi? I mean, DeFi seems cool. I, I've I've tinkered around with some the decentralized finance stuff. Um, uh, like again, it's stuff where is it super useful to regular people? I don't think so. Like, it's not really solving a problem. It's just you know, it's like this own little like the, like it's not yeah like it's not solving a problem. I've kind of messed around with. Some DeFi stuff. I was using FTX and you could like, you know, you could let like, this is kind of DeFi, but you could lend out your coins while you 
uh, and get interest on oh, them. Yeah, that's definitely oh, oh, yeah, while while you waited, you know, if you were hodling or whatever the fuck. But then a lot of the things where you would lock up your coins, and then you know when you hit a bear market, and you're like, oh, my coins are locked up. I wish I didn't do that. But again, it, yeah. de- it well, depends. Do, um... Someone asked, "What's DeFi? It's decentralized finance. It's like a crypto thing where essentially." You know how you have centralized tradfi is what they would call a traditional finance, where you would you know have I guess lend you would borrow money from a fucking bank, and now you can borrow money from just a person on the blockchain, and you know you cut out the intermediary essentially. Yeah, and you can do like yield farming, and like you can provide liquidity and stuff like that, which I think is really cool, and it can be very lucrative. But like, my wonder is is like. Oh, it is like, oh, how, why am I farming this? Oh, to make more. Why am I providing liquidity? Exactly. Oh, to make more tokens. Yeah, it's like, but like there's nothing really underwriting. Like, I feel like there's, there's no utility needs to come out with something better than pictures, you know, better than NFTs that make this stuff actually no, worth something. Yeah, I 100% game, right? agree. There's all these like random fucking tokens, and you go, yeah, like you can go get these tokens and do blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then you're just like, yeah, but like you people are like, oh, you get like a 1200% APR. And you're like, look, anything that's offering you that is either a scam or it's going to fucking blow up in your fucking face. There's no such thing. Even like I was talking to this guy who like runs a hedge fund in New York and he was uh, USDC, which is a stable coin. The tether, it's a, not tether. It's a com- competitive tether. It's like a um, circle or whatever, yeah. USDC. And like if you're a, like an institution, they offer you like 7% annually and he's just like that can't be they say it's risk-free it's like a you know a treasury bill but it can't be because where's this yield coming from where's the seven percent if they're doing all this stuff like you know the fact is is if they're doing all these different things with your money to generate this yield then it's not risk-free that you think it is there's risk and then there's all these yield like DeFi things where they get hacked like liquidity pools where like they just like there was that cream one where they're like yeah we just lost 120 million dollars it's gone yeah, there's like the rug pull type stuff. I think it's not even uh, a rug pull. It's straight up like it's just bigger. it's like a it's like the thing is you know you could hack into a bank and steal their money, but they have insurance and they're backed by the government. These things aren't backed by anything and they're right. not they're not insured by anybody. So you know you don't have F, like whatever FDIC insurance. Like you don't have any of these insurance things in the event that this happens. They just go ah that sucks. Yeah, we fuck it. It's the wild west, buddy. Yeah, it is a wild. Got to rake it in while you can. Exactly, but there will be some cool stuff in the future, I'm sure. But for the time being, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. I, I think it's cool, but I don't do too much with it. Yeah, you just make a hundred, hundred, k on Bitcoin and, and say I'm not really into it. <laughs> I did. Well, it was it was, Doge, it, was <laughs> it was Dogecoin actually. Anyways, cool. Thanks, Rob. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for calling, in, man. Take it easy, man. Thanks okay. for taking the call. Bye. That was Rob, everybody. Okay, so by the way, someone's trying to call in um, talking about uh, WhatsApp. Okay, so I can't do WhatsApp because... Oh, fucking J.J. Lieberman's calling. I can't do WhatsApp. Hold on. J.J., what's up? J.J., hold on one second. J.J., hold on one second. Okay, anyways, what I'm saying. I can't do WhatsApp because this is my personal phone that I put in a different SIM card, but the SIM card is uh, tied to my personal phone and it won't recognize it so i can't take whatsapp calls so i apologize for that you have to figure out a different way to call uh uh, or i'll work on this in the future but i do apologize for now okay jj what's up dude okay so first off this guy who's like first time caller who doesn't even know he's like oh this is like the old days where the fucking the phone you can hear yourself i'm like no that's how the how that's how it works if you well there's just a, a delay yeah 
Yeah, well, he has a fucking computer on. It's not like the old days. Turn off your fucking computer. Okay. That's what happens when sound goes through the fucking phone, and it's the same sound that's coming through the fucking uh, uh, computer. Yeah, you give it to him, JJ. Okay, and anyways, was that Buren who was talking about crypto? Alex Byron? Yeah. That wasn't him on the phone there, no. That was Rob. From oh, Bitcoin. by the way, Bitcoin's pumping right now as we fucking speak. Not to talk about Bitcoin anymore, but it is pumping. Is it and pumping? Also, yeah, and also Luna, Terra Luna, US, their, their stable coin is actually backed by Bitcoin. That's how it's the, that's why Terra was pumping recently within the last couple of days. Anyways, why? Bitcoin's been going down. <laughs> and why would you want no, a stable no, no, coin it's, backed it's, by it's, Bitcoin? That seems insane. No, no, that's actually, Bitcoin solves this. Anyways, um, how was the show so far? I came in and it was Soldo. I'm a Soldo's interview, which I do love. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah. Wait, and you're, you're just like, calling to check in to see how the show is going? No, no. I'm actually like three tabling. By the way, a lot of comics really impressed with my poker ability, not impressed with my comedy ability. That's fine. Pretty disappointing. JJ, you should stream you playing poker. I know you were doing that a bit for uh, um, on Twitch or whatever. We should get you back streaming poker. But you think people really want to watch something like that? Like I don't know. I mean, Ask in the, the fucking chat here. People, do you want to watch JJ stream poker and yeah, let's let's do a make low an ass value. of himself. Let's let's do a low value. Uh, what do you call it? Protest? No, not protest. Poll. Poll. Oof, how did you get protest out of that? I don't know, JJ. Uh, don't don't do don't don't sully the, don't sully the name of. My podcast with your poker playing though no just start someone says shit yeah i'd watch jj play poker jj okay, does not so have hdhd a survey someone says survey yeah that's better poll survey a poll I think... is the same thing as a fucking survey perry jesus okay. christ yeah gerard um okay jj it sounds like people will want to watch you play poker so really and yeah. so what do we do we'll do like the low value yeah i'm not gonna thing. yeah i'm not gonna plan this on the during the show but i mean you not just, on the show, dude you used to like, stream playing poker on on twitch i remember it i've watched you let me tell you something robert mcgregor you'd watch me drink and you'd watch me can i say fuck you or no is that gonna yeah, get you a strike but that kind of that's not gonna give me a strike Solo's gonna what would strike, get you probably. strike like if i said overtly like a racial word or a misogynistic word misogynistic by, by the way let me read this to you can i read this to you and then we can have a good laugh okay so JJ. so this guy used to headline comedy clubs i posted in our instagram chat and he writes, in honor of Women's Day, and because I want to read more books by female authors, what are your fiction recommendations for novels pe uh, penned by women? I thought it was a troll post. Are you serious? <laughs> what a loser. Uh, someone we know? Yeah. Who Who says that? I don't know. Like, what's wrong with it? What do you think that is? Like, uh, aside from the obvious, like, virtual signaling, like, when someone's like, you know when a guy's virtual signaling, but why? Why now? What do you think it is? I don't I don't know. It's a good question. Do you want to name no, names? No, but seriously, like, what, what? Do you want to name names? Um, no, it's fine. No, I, I mean, that. that's, that's fine. No, because he's friends with, like, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that's... Whatever. I mean, basically, if anyone replayed this... You know, it's interesting because I had a conversation about this, and I think it's really important um, with while you were on stage. Um, and I was talking to Matt, who runs Comedy Fight Club, because he grew up in New York, saying how I went to that show in Bushwick. And 
they're mm-hmm. very like inclusive like they're an inclusive like lgbt this p- people of color poc blah 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 yeah yeah and again it's one of those things where in 2017 2018 i wrote a post i don't know if you remember it saying like hey i don't understand all these lbt lgbt shows that won't book me but you say you're all inclusive like you're inclusive but yeah. you're not yeah and then someone wrote um this idiot i don't like whatever his name is um he, he he wrote well maybe they don't want to they don't want to book you because of your style but i'm like but you can't say you're inclusive and then choose what you include in that like you don't get to choose what voices of the rainbow get to speak it's you're either like including the whole rainbow or you're not yeah right so and what part of the of rainbow we, are you uh i'm <laughs> wherever you find the brown you're the brown color on the rainbow i think you're the you're the you're the brown edge of it that they cut off to just have the more palatable rainbow who do you think they give that part to like the people that uh, like find themselves as like i I don't want to get distracted but like the furbies the furbies furbies are like those toys you're talking about the furries furries (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know jj all right. Know, for All what right. it's worth. All right, JJ, we're going to cut this short. By the way, Bitcoin is up a lot. I don't know what happened. What do you mean? It's by the room. By the, what, what do you mean? It's the, up $2,000 since I started this podcast. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's the um, because everyone was worried about Biden and that announcement this week. Yeah. It's like um, sell the news, buy the news, or whatever it is. Buy the room or sell the news? Yeah. I mean, like, this is buy, buy it, man. Okay. Um, Someone asked how the dogs fine. are going, JJ, and then we're going to let you go. <laughs> First of all, let me just say one thing. Very low value, Danny Polishuk, to cut off of something that was so fucking interesting. What? Just what was so interesting? What do you mean? Me? What do you mean? I'm not cutting me? you off. You fucking cut this short. This was the most value, and and you, by ending it, you really are the, the fucking way. title of your show, you fucking low value <laughs> Hopletron. <laughs> JJ, thank you for... Were you laughing or breathing? I was I was I laughing. That was very funny. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Is okay. your I'm you're on a delay. I can't tell. Yeah, oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, I see it. There now. you go. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go. go. Anyways, JJ, okay, we're gonna get one, you man. fucking streaming poker because the people want it. The people want maybe it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do the boys cast poker poker edition. No, you don't need us. Oh, that's you true. just need to do yeah. it. People are know. listening right now. They think you're a lunatic and they want to watch you play poker. Okay, we'll go back to cash games. All right, cool. Okay, right, JJ Lieberman, everybody. Take care, everyone. Later, buddy. Bye. All right, that was JJ. Um, he he was wheezing. That's how the old fella breathes now. Yeah, he is, he's getting a little old in age. Uh, the dogs are doing well. The dogs are doing well. Here we go. We got a caller from France. Fuck yeah. Hello. Hey, call me back. Uh, I can't call you. You want me to call you back? That's... Okay, we'll see if I can call him back. I don't think I can call France, though. Can I call France from Mint Mobile? If if they... Hello? Yo. Hey, awesome. I can't even believe they let me do this. This thing is $15 a month. They let me call France? How do they make money? <laughs> Dude, you know what? That was kind of like... I don't know. How old are you? What's your, what's your name, by the way? Gosh, I, I called them the first Oh, yeah, yeah, you called, uh, yeah, you had the, the girlfriend or problem, something? Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the whole uh, poly thing. You were right, the poly thing, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, because, so the people my age will remember this. This was like a little scam back in the day, but 
uh, when there was not cell phones and like when I was like in elementary school and you would call, you call collect. Like if my mom, like I need my mom to like say like pick me up from like the mall or something because I was like 10 years old. And then you would call and then the collect call, they would say, who's it from? And they would give you a little recording, like a two, five second recording to leave your name. But then that's where you would leave like a fucking, you'd be like, oh, pick me up at the mall. So that's kind of like yeah, what you just did. That's just kind of what you did. Yeah, the collect call message scam. People know what's up. Um, someone said Robert McGregor. Yeah, Bitcoin's up 3K since the pod started. I know. It's fucking ripping. Ripping. Anyways, um, how's it going? Akash, was it? Yeah. Okay, cool. How, how, how are things over in... Uh, were you in Paris? Yeah. Nice. How, how are things over there? Like a week, two weeks ago. Nice. What, what part of Paris are you in? What do you mean? Like, which area? Yeah. The 14th? Nice. I love Paris. I, I really want to go back there. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. Yeah, it's pretty... It's chill. Yeah, it's Sorry. pretty chill. Are they talking about the war a lot there? Are they worried they're fucking... Uh, should, they're coming for them? Are the Russians coming? Um, They're asking me... Like, all my friends are asking me, like... Hey, you know, the Americans, I'm sure that... I can't wait for them for them to come in and start uh, cracking skulls. <laughs> I mean, I hope not, because it's going to take some time for the Americans to get there, and in that meantime, uh, the French don't exactly have a great track record of defending themselves, so I don't... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I just tell them, like, uh, like I don't... I'm kind of fucked up, like, it's, it is fucked up what's going on there, but, like, I'm just kind of like, whatever happens, I just don't want America involved. Yeah, I mean, literally, not to be... This is uh, literally and... Fi well, figuratively and potentially literally the nuclear option to involve America in this. This is the worst-case yeah, scenario I, I, if America is involved. They're just so used to outsourcing their wars to America that for them to be really get into a war, it's kind of strange for them. Yeah, I, I would be honestly hoping this shit ends as soon as fucking possible. My friend moved to Finland uh, like three months ago from Canada. And I was like, holy shit, sucks that you're bordering Russia right now. That can't be uh, can't be ideal, that's for sure. Yeah, um, so I'm, uh, I'm monitoring the energy prices here and seeing what's up. Because uh, it, it, it was already way higher than in America. Yeah. So... Well, it's because you guys don't I'm fucking. See what's gonna happen well, well, Europe is. You guys buy all your fucking shit from uh, Russia. You guys are super, yeah. Europe's super dependent on Russia for energy. So, uh, what's up? What, any update on the poly stuff? Um, I have, I put that on pause. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring it up for a while. Yeah, didn't didn't fly. But so my question is, so I kind of got into an argument with my friends this past weekend um, about like um, kind of like I have one friend she kind of treats her on a lot you know I don't really care like I'm not judging her for that yeah I was just kind of going on this thing like you know like a young guy in their 20s if you sleep with them on like the first date or whatever then like they're not invested and they're gonna kind of, they prefer to sleep with other women to be in a relationship okay and I was I was trying to, you know, like, you know, there's all this, like, Tinder data that kind of suggests this and blah, 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 blah. And they, like, kind of, like, flipped out. They were, like, shocked, like, oh, my God, how could you say that? Say what that guys who, if you have sex with them on the first date, they're going to be less interested in you? 
Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I don't think women are as, like, on the same level of, like, okay, I can sleep with this guy. I can sleep with multiple guys and kind of, like, not have it mean anything. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of many women who are like that, but I... I you just think, think like they're the less inclined. I think I would tend to agree biologically that that would be the case. That would make sense from a biological perspective. Oh, we lost them. What the fuck? Did I just use all my... Oh, I wonder if I'm I just... sorry. You do not have enough credit to place <laughs> that call. Okay, so we just got the answer to our question of why I was able to call France, which was that I was being charged for it and that I have no more credit left. Uh, and I don't know how to re-up the credit on this. Um, <laughs> ah, good one. That's a good one right there. Okay. So, Akash, we just found out. No, it's, I fucking, I don't even have a credit. This thing is that I don't understand. I don't have credit. So I don't know how to um, have credit because I don't have credit. I, I don't even really know. So, um, you know what? That kind of sucks. Doesn't suck that much, but it was we were getting near the end of the show anyways. So that is the end of the show. This we are ending this show on one of the most low value ways <laughs> to end a call-in show in the history of call-in shows, which is that I ran out of uh, credit. No, see, I didn't... I mean, I could probably get it if you guys want to fucking dick around for five minutes. But the problem is, is that I got to log out of this. Okay, let, let's see if I can just do this in two minutes. I, I'd say have JJ call back, but I can't even do that to fucking... Um, let's see. Hold on a second. Let's... let's uh, dun, dun, dun. Sorry, everybody. This is... Uh, this is not not an ideal scenario, but we're gonna see if I can call JJ back, and we'll have him fucking talk on the air. Oh, oh, see now the call worked. Okay, so hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Marco. Marco, what's up? Okay, so sorry, sorry, Marco, just to call you off one second. Um, anyways, yeah, so I guess I just had some sort of data thing, and then I just ran out of that, but I still hello. have calling allowed. Hey, Marco, can you turn off the uh, thing in the background? Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks, dude. So, anyways, that's the deal. I guess I can't call France. Sorry. You can't it. call France. Um, I thought I could, Marco, but it turns out, but anyways, I thought. Marco, Michael. Oh, Marco. Michael. I thought you said Marco. Yeah. Mar- I thought Marco. I was talking to someone a little more exotic. A Marco. Not, not exotic at turns all. Turns out so I'm we... talking to just the most basic of Michaels. It's all it's, good. That's uh, pretty basic. It's yeah. all good, though. How you doing, Michael? Great. Um, I'm loving your podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks. Where are you calling um, from? I'm one of the boys. Um, actually, I'm in Oklahoma. Nice. I've never been to Oklahoma. What's that like there? It's awful. Is it really bad? It's, it is. Um, um, that's cool. You don't even want to know. Um, I guess there's good, lots of the oil stuff that's going to happen. It's good for your A lot state. of oil. Yeah, Isn't that good will... for... Don't you guys... What's the, the... Like where all the refineries are or whatever? Cushing, oh, Oklahoma? Yeah. yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a huge boom. Uh, yeah, this whole shit. You guys yeah. must be watching all this stuff, being like, "Hello, fucking more money!" <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Oklahoma's about to have a little bit of a boom. It is, yeah, and uh, that's the way it works. But uh, 
I don't know. I I I uh I had a question for you, and I'm Shoot. I'm kind of torn about something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As a boy. Okay. So so I'm I'm I I lived in Minnesota for 30 years. Yeah. I'm I'm going back to see a uh, I'm a big orchestra nerd. I'm going back to this orchestra concert, Mahler Ninth Symphony. Okay. I'm a I've, huge. It sounds familiar to me. My my uh, my parents are really into that shit. Okay. Yeah. It's well. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the thing is, I've got two buddies who are going to go with me, and we're going to do some LSD. Nice. <laughs> is that a big the scene? Thing... Is that is that an orchestra scene where there's like a bunch of people just walking around fucking tripping at orchestras? I thought it was not at like, all. Not at all. No. Like it's kind of not at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say because it seems like it's more like a high society kind of deal where everybody's. Like... It's very high society, but here's the thing: they're always like so many beautiful women there. I mean, you would not believe how many beautiful women. Escorts just, like... mostly. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, I'm thinking about dumping my buddies and taking there there's a an escort that I know up there that I could take <laughs> okay and and I would have some hot prime orchestra tail on my arm yeah but not is on that, acid is that a, do you would you still be on LSD or no cuz you probably that would ruin uh, the probably not probably not yeah. right cuz that would kind of ruin right. the, the rest of that so so I'm just is that an anti boys thing to do um that's a I... that's a good um question. So you can either go to the orchestra with your boys. Right. And would they know you're in town or are you going to not even tell them? Yeah, you're in they town? they know I'm they know I'm coming. Yeah. And are they and they, gonna... would, they would probably understand. Would well okay, would they go as well? No. No. It's not like they're going to be like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing here? I it, thought you were in Oklahoma." Michael? Yeah, it would just it would just be me and my not Marco, yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael. Right, right. Um, it would just me be me and the redheaded goddess, and it would be awesome. But but I, I I'm such a huge orchestra nerd, and I love Mahler. I would really like to experience this with my buddies. You know, it's like a thing for me. Um, and I'm just kind of torn whether I should dump my boys or. Well, how long are you going back for? Just a few days. Well, why can't you do this and then go hang out with your boys doing something else? Right. Yeah, I could. I could. I mean, um, are they going to be like, yeah, it sounds like they'd be understanding of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge sex workers, especially right. on International Women's Day. I don't know if you knew right. that. Did you know exactly. that it's International Women's Day? I did know that. It's International and, Women's and, Day and it's Women's and History have... Month. And if you think that I'm going to sit here and speak ill of sex workers, Michael, you are incorrect. <laughs> right. We are here to right. elevate sex workers, right. especially the female ones. And, especially and, today. And they, they're losing weight. You know, they're looking good. Yeah. Uh, right. You know. Who's they? So. Women. Oh, women are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they yeah, are. Yeah, we're complimenting them because it's their day. It's yeah. International Women's Day. So right. I would say because it's International Women's Day, yeah. uh, it's uh, that's a 100% affirmative. It would be um, it would be totally fine. What I'd say, what night of the week is this thing on? Uh, Friday. It's a Friday. So I would say, when are you getting into Minnesota? On Thursday? Yes. So get in on Thursday. Get prepared for Friday. Yeah. Go hang out with your friend and go see Mahler on Friday. Right. And then on Saturday, you go hang out with the boys. 
and you guys go do something fun. Right. Yeah. And so I get the best of both worlds. Yeah, maybe go see Are You Into Sports? Yeah. Maybe yeah go see, I'm, I'm it's not, it's not quite as... It's high society. is It's hard to top the orchestra. I was going to say maybe go see a Minnesota Wild right. game or something. I don't know. Fuck. Um, yeah. What, else, what other stuff you're into. But I think you could do both here. I think you could do both. The, only, do both. Thing, the only thing I would say is, is like, are your friends like super into the orchestra and they're going to be like really bummed that they didn't get to go to the orchestra? Uh, not as much as me. It's no, just they, if, know, it, they, they know it's a big thing for me. Oh, so it's like, a, well a then cool thing tell them that. You, well, yeah. Yeah. Well then in that case, they won't give a shit. Probably tell them that it's international history, women's month, women's history month. Right. And that, right. um, right. international women's day will have passed, but maybe I recommend, uh, once you get off the phone, make the date with the escort so that it'll be on, uh, International Women's Day that you you hired her, right? Right. So I want to do little, that. Give her that a little day. extra special International Women's Day, right? And then and then yeah, and then the next day you could go hang out with the boys. You could tell them all about it. Maybe, right. Maybe they can smell your fingers. They they might could do that. Yeah. yeah. I I think that's I think that sounds like we got our solution. Oh wow! You know I was so torn about this. No, and... I the boys will understand. And if the, the boys, boys don't understand, understand about International Women's Day, then I don't right, know. then they're sexist if they don't understand. Right? Uh, at bare minimum, bare minimum, right. Michael. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me know. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go check out. Well, when did this Mahler character die? Uh, 1911. 1911. So his music would be royalty free. Maybe I'll start, I can play it on the on the show. Uh, check out some Mahler, um, if you can. He's he's pretty awesome. What's your What's the song? What's the Mahler song? What's the what, what uh, It's gonna be the Ninth Symphony. Um, Mahler Ninth Symphony. Oh, do they do they do they? You're an orchestra nerd. So did are they just numbered in order? For the most part, yeah. Like it's just yeah. ninth, and then literally the next one is the tenth. He died while he was writing the tenth. Oh, so it's it's like a work in progress. That that one is. Has been completed by musicologists, but yeah, it's a, it's a, um, oh, they completed it. They figured like they knew what he would do. Yeah. They went into his sketches and shit. You know, I actually saw that one on mushrooms a couple of years ago. So that was pretty cool. You know what? One day, Michael, I'm going to go watch an orchestra on, um, on, uh, on some psychedelics. psychedelics. By the way, you're an orchestra nerd. Something really just caught my eye. I'm looking on YouTube, Mahler's Ninth Symphony, uh-huh. and I'm looking at, they have the sheet music up, and, and it says here, <laughs> 1.2, there's numbers, and it says clarinet. Is there a musical instrument that's spelled F-A-G-O-T-T? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what am I looking yeah, at? that's like the... How the do you spell, how do you pronounce like that? that? YouTube, right, they, right. we're talking about an instrument right now. Do not ban me. Right, how do you pronounce right, the name exactly. of this instrument? F-A-G-O-T-T. I, I think that's a bassoon, but in a different language. Um, okay, because it legit, yeah, yeah, it's like it's, it's like uh, a fagot, <laughs> yeah. And Ryan would be, of course, um, all over you about that. Um, um yeah, I don't, uh, anyways, I saw that. I go, that's I didn't know that's an interesting yeah. enough fagot. We'll call yeah, it a fagot, yeah. just so well, uh, it's, maybe it's just diversity, you know, they're trying to get diversity in the orchestra, uh, maybe. 
It could be. Maybe um, it is. Anyways, Michael, but, go do this. Let me know how it goes. All right. Thanks, Danny. Okay, take, I appreciate it, man. Take care, buddy. All right. Later. Bye. All right. That was another International Women's Day success story for the women. Um, okay. It's getting late. We're going to do uh, this thing. Honestly, it's a bassoon that's pro- prohibited from entering Saudi Arabia. Pretty funny. Uh, okay. Last call of the night. It's from France. It's our boy Akash. He's calling back. Akash, how are we doing, man? Hello? Yeah. yeah. Hey, sorry about that. I guess we, we figured out what the deal was and that I had some sort of international credits, then, then I used them all. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking one for the team. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Um, where uh, were we? So my question. Yes. My, so my question was... Um, since, I mean, I work in uh, fashion. Okay. I'm in Paris. So all my friends are like very, very left. Yes. And I'm like kind of all over the place, you know, but like someone who's on the right, like in Europe is on the left in America. Yeah. So I'm more like center, maybe center right on, on something. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the issue. I mean, I feel like yeah. most normal people are like, yeah, I've. Well, it depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. So what do I do if, like, especially in the whole fashion scene, like, everyone's super left and all my friends are left. And it's like, sometimes I, like, share an opinion and they're just like, what the fuck? You know? Oh, you're saying that sometimes you'll you'll share opinions with your super far left friends and they'll be like, who are we hanging out with kind of thing? Yeah. It's like, I'm basically just like, oh, my God, this guy's like, He'd, he'd vote for uh, uh, Marine Le Pen, you know, like that type of yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, like super far. And you're trying yeah. to say, well, well I mean, if, the, if, that's, uh, if that's how you feel, I mean, the only thing you can do is either censor yourself around your friends or I don't know. That's uh, like, like wh- wh- what are we talking about? Like, like kind of like immigration stuff or like, like, are you yeah. for, like, is it like economic shit where you're just like, hey, I don't like. No, I mean, economics, like, they don't know anything about that. So, yeah. But just, like, kind of, like, cultural, like, socio things. Like, we, last time, it was, like, turned into this huge argument. They're just, like, diversity is, like, the best thing ever. And, like, we need more black people. And, like, I'm just, like, but it shouldn't matter. And they're, like, no, it does. It does matter. And I'm just, like, dude, you guys are, like, insane. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. How old are they? They're, like, uh... 22-ish. Yeah, no shit they think that. That's, I don't know. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's, I'm pretty sure a pretty standard opinion for a 22-year-old girl is to just, you know, not really have a ton of nuance when it comes to this kind no, of stuff. guys as well. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I just, 22-year-olds in general, it's, it's you know, it's pretty classic that you, the older you get, the, you know, you don't, there's not a lot of conservatives in colleges and just how it is. I mean, I don't remember any when I was in college at all. I see now there's like these conservative groups and stuff, but they're not really many, you know? So I think it's just pretty, pretty standard. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of the path of least resistance because you just be like, yeah, what, what you're against this stuff. And then they make you say, yeah, I don't think this is. And then, you know, you're kind of having to defend a position that maybe makes more sense logically, but um, emotionally, it makes it's uh, harder. They, 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 that's kind of the crux of it, I think, is that they're just more emotional about this stuff. So should I just kind of wait it out, or just like don't even 
enter the conversation. Can't I would just, I mean, I think you can feel it out. I think you'll know if you being like, if I keep saying this, they're going to fucking, <laughs> I'm not going to be friends with these people anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I guess it depends how badly you want to be friends with them. Sometimes it's fun to just fuck with them. But, you know, if you, if you want to go like full hard right being like, no, we need no diversity. But if you have a nuanced point, sometimes you can change their mind. But I think when they're 22, it's kind of a lost cause. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I really like them. They're my friends. And I, as also, you know, like without them, I don't know a single person in France. Yeah. Well, I would say this. If they're if they are truly your friends, then as long as you're not saying anything insane, I'm sure they'll just be like, That's that's what Akasha's like and luckily it's from the sounds of your name, you are in uh a minority. So at least you have that going for you. It would be a much harder sell if you were a white guy. You're not a white guy, are you? <laughs> no. Okay. Because I was gonna have to hang up on you if you were. So um but yeah, I don't know. It sounds like you, you know, it sounds like you could pull it off. Like, you know, you just have to be like, you know what you have to do is play the go, look, as a brown man, I assume you're brown. You go, as a brown man, or whatever you are, you go, This is what I believe, but you you preface you know, I, it because that's I, what they understand. I, I've tried that, but since they kind of know me, they're like, All right, I know you're saying that kind of as like a bullshit type of like thing. Yeah. Then it they don't believe me. Well, then that sounds like that's their internalized racism. You got to use all, this is what you got to do is they have all this jargon, right? Like all these people like them, like these super, super liberal, like people in their 20s who are not really super connected to reality. They have all these jargon and buzzwords and nomenclature and you got to take it all, flip it and use it against them. And then it's really just a game of logic at that point where you just you play their game with their rules on their field, but you play it better than them. All right. That, that sounds like a good, funny idea. Yeah. Just that's what you do is you just you flip it. And it's 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 easy. It's and especially with them and they'll, they'll get pissed off. But what will generally happen is they'll just they'll just stop the argument. Right. They'll just be like, oh, fuck it. You're, you'll frustrate them. And then you'll just get to move on. But you'll you'll have won the argument, which is important. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Thanks, my, buddy. My, my, my last thing is yes. that, um, I'm on uh, Decentraland a lot. Okay. And um, What are you doing on there? Like, um, nothing much, you know, just kind of checking it out. And is it on, an, o- on an Oculus? No, no, it's like on the computer. Oh, you just go on their computer, okay. Yeah, but everyone who buys land on Decentraland is just using it to push their NFT collection. Well, my friend bought land. My friend Matt bought land on Decentraland. He bought two plots, and then the, like, literally his his premise was he was hoping that, like, Snoop Dogg would buy an adjacent plot or, like, Nike would buy an adjacent plot of land and just by being near one of these big things, he's like, my thing would be worth more money. And then kind of in the whole boom, all of his land tripled and he sold one of them and he has one still. But yeah, I don't know the actual, uh, I don't know the actual like case for it. Yeah. I mean, either, I mean, there's not really any games or anything to like do. Like what do you do in it? You just walk around? Um, the main thing I do is like this called, it's like this game, like where you just open rocks called Wondermine. Yeah. And then you like get like gems and everything. And then with that, you can trade those for NFTs. And then those NFTs you can sell 
uh, depending on how like rare they are. Yeah, it sounds like fucking beanie babies or like a Ponzi scheme or something or some combination of both. Yeah. So I'm hoping I can like, you know, make some money while just doing this like 10 minutes a day in the morning, you know? Yeah. And then kind of convert that NFTs and kind of pawn those off. Yeah, I don't know. But besides that, you don't really do anything. Yeah, besides... well, that doesn't sound like a good pitch for for what it is. Sounds like a not a good pitch at all. Um. Okay. I. I. Dude. I gotta go. It's. I didn't realize people are saying yeah. it's almost right, midnight here. Call, I didn't even realize. Okay. Take care, Akash. Thanks for calling back, dude. Yeah. See you. Okay. All right, everybody. I didn't realize how late it got. It's. This has been. Uh, this is the longest episode ever. Um. For everybody who has stuck with this, I appreciate you. It's fucking mad late. I didn't realize it was already twelve o'clock. It's almost two and a half. This is a two and a half hour show. Okay. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in, um, to all our guests who called in. I appreciate you all. This was a fun, uh, fun, fun evening. And I will see you all next week. Subscribe to the Patreon, check out the discord. Uh, it's in the link in the whatever I'm losing my mind. Peace out everybody. we got a new outro.